and we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Zanika. What's hey. good? What's, What's good? Happy oh. Sunday. How was y'all's weekend, Zanika? We'll start with you. How was your weekend, girl? Um, I've been good. Um, my headphones went out. Uh, but yeah, I've been good. We're just chilling on this lovely Sunday. How are you ladies today? Girl, honey, taking in all the drama that black YouTube has to offer, honey. <laughs> honey, and they it's always been a weekend filled. Girl, it's been a lot of a lot of drama uh, mm -hmm. for the past week. But I mean, we stick and move through it. We stick and move through it. Absolutely. Yes. It's par for the course, par for the course. My weekend has been pretty good. Busy, but good nonetheless. I am like feel like I'm so in need of a vacation. I almost feel like I'm like a little bit somewhere else, like on a on a tropical island. <laughs> you know, like my mind is on a tropical island. But uh, my weekend has been pretty good nonetheless. So I, I'm not too versed in the YouTube beef. Um, but I know enough. I'll say that. I'll say that. So you've been on vacation? No, I want one. Like that's what oh. I'm, dreaming of. I'm dreaming of a vacation because I need. I'm in desperate need of one. I got so much going on that I'm like, I need a vacation so bad that my mind is already there. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, we all in need of one, especially uh -huh. this week, <laughs> man. Let's. Um, I know everybody here likely knows who you are. Uh, you know, everybody, I think everybody in our audience likely is your audience members as well. Um, but I do want to just have you, you know, tell us a little bit. Like, I want to start off easing into it because this is something that I'm not aware of either. Um, how, first of all, how long have you been creating content on YouTube? On YouTube since 2020 yeah. or 2019, one of those. Okay. But I was I started off on Facebook and that was back in like 2014, 2015. So how were you introduced to creating content on YouTube? Um, I just kind of transitioned over from Facebook. Uh, Facebook, they started shadow banning a lot of my content and everything. You know, I used to go live over on um, Facebook and a mm -hmm. lot of my audience was there. I had over a hundred something thousands, you know, followers over on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, but nobody was able to see my content anymore. And then my husband was like, well, why don't you just transition over to YouTube? You know, because YouTube is more of the platform for videos and talking and you like to talk to people and interact with people. So that would be more suitable for what you do anyway. So hmm. it was kind of like this thing to where it was like, you know, I might as well. And so I went over to uh, YouTube and man, it was the, the best decision I could have ever did because I found a lot of dope people, including you ladies and, uh -huh. you know, just been able to interact with a lot of uh, people that are like-minded, you know, but it does come with a lot of uh, naysayers and uh, a lot of scrutiny and, you know, but that just comes with every territory. So it is what it is, but yeah, that's how I started. A girl. Outside, I'm sorry, real quick, Danny, and then I'm done. From the outside looking in, it almost seemed like, I guess when I first became aware of your content and I've been aware of your content, I feel like, if not since 2020, maybe since early 2021, at least two, three years uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And like, I almost felt like you had like a warm reception. Like I didn't know until some time later <laughs> that, you know, really, real talk. <laughs> if you don't stop this. No, no, no. 
it took me Back. some time before I recognized that like <laughs> that people were like hating. But I, you know, I really I have to turn off YouTube, like really like tune it out because in order to protect my energy, like YouTube mm. can be toxic, baby. So that's why I'd be like in and out. Like I really will like tune completely out of YouTube. So mm. Zanika, I was going to ask you, how do you manage to stay grounded and what motivates you to keep coming back to YouTube? Um, because you are under a lot of scrutiny. And from where I've been sitting at and from what I've observed of you, I don't see you going out of your way to purposely bother anybody. But people will throw all the hate and the salt towards you. So how mm -hmm. do you stay grounded in that? Um, well, it, on Facebook, like I said, I started off on Facebook and I think I got a lot of, you know, the sensitivity, if you will, out of my system from then, because I started off on uh, Facebook and a lot of people were attacking me over there, you know, and then I, you know, they were taking my content and putting it on world star and y'all know how the audience is over on world star hip hop. So they were all in the comments like, oh, look at this tattoo bitch. And, you know, this whole this. And, you know, they were going in on me. You know, I, man, would she just shut up and just put my, my tip in her mouth? You know, shit like that. So it's like, whoa. So I, I think uh, being on Facebook, starting off on there, it really did toughen up my skin. Um, because it did used to really, really bother me. It used to really get to me. Like, I, I would be in my feelings about it. But... Uh, my husband, you know, my husband, he, he lets me know he keeps he's the one that really keeps me grounded. Like, look, these people don't know you. Uh, these people don't know me. If they have a real problem, you know, they can pull up in the physical and talk. And if it's not that serious, it's not that deep, then don't trip off of it. It just comes with the territory. Everybody's going to have something to say. You know, you're not going to get praised all the time. And that's OK. So my husband really puts me into my place as well. Um, but I think. Um, being on Facebook, you know, where it, it started, it really kind of toughened me up and, and prepared me for what's to come. I think that is so dope because I think that we both kind of face a lot of the same issues, mm -hmm. especially if you're not used to being scrutinized for having an opinion about something. And yeah. imagine having an opinion and not even an opinion that's going to be detrimental to society, quote unquote. Mm -hmm but uh maybe detriment to a, a certain thought process and people coming at you like you didn't say f jesus or something on something like girl <laughs> i've never seen anything like it yeah and uh i i think with me i started i started off getting attacked by females so it was females oh. that was coming from me because of my my perspective and the things that I felt and the things that I, I was saying, I was saying. So it started off with females, and then you know, of course, men will jump into you know from here and there, or males will jump into. I like to make the distinction, but yeah, people people can be brutal, and I think it's because um, people just don't like the fact that maybe you're calling them out on some of the things that they're coming up short on or you know maybe they're just you know it might be a little bit of envy and jealousy behind it but i try not to just write it off as that because that can be dismissive you know some people have valid critiques and valid points as well but for the most part i feel like uh, we can trigger their demons and it's like oh you're calling That's me out and they feel exposed in that way as well as well Girl. do you um and I don't know, because, you know, a lot of people don't like to put themselves in a box. So I don't know if you mm -hmm. categorize yourself in one way or another. But do you categorize yourself as having or sharing like red pill ideologies or being male identified in any way? 
Um, am I male identified? Sure. And let me let me tell y'all something. When I first came to YouTube, I had no idea what the red pills, blue pills, purple pills, black. I had no idea about a pill. I had no idea about a manosphere, let alone a black manosphere. Like it, this was completely new to me. Um, and so when people started telling me like, oh, you're red pill, you're red pill. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and what they were telling me is like, basically, you know, I'm aware of what's going on in, you know, society and I'm aware of what's going on in relationships and I'm hip to female nature and, you know, what men are going through. And so I was like, okay, well, if you guys feel like what I'm saying is that, then I guess I am red pill, you know, but, um, me, I just would like to say that I'm realistic. You know, I don't I don't mm -hmm. put a pill on it. I just think it's common sense. But hey, if you want to identify that as red pill, then that's what it is. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that you say that, though, because, you know, you're you live in a westernized society. You're from a big city. We know how black communities are, especially. And, you know, most people and, you know, most women that are raised in westernized society, you know, are on the total opposite end of the spectrum as it relates to how they view relationships. Um, so what helped shape your ideologies around how you view relationships? If, you know, um, if you don't mind me asking some people like, you know, I know like Kendra, you know, she is a Muslima, you know, different people have, you know, some people, their fathers, like it, what helped shape your ideologies as it relates to how you view relationships? I think being raised by my father and then uh, having my my brother, uh, RIP to him, but oh, me and my yeah. brother also uh, were very close. And so I, I just been surrounded by men my whole life, like my whole upbringing, like my like I said, my, my father raised me. And so yeah. I was able to get a lot of, you know, the things that I was able to learn uh, and adopt from him and then my husband, when I met him, you know, he had certain ideologies and certain perspectives based upon his upbringing. Like mm -hmm. he comes from a two parent household to where, you know, they have the traditional roles set up. And so it was just only right that everything fell into alignment due to those aspects or elements of my life. So having my father raise me, uh, being close to my, my brother and then my husband and the, the way that he was brought up, it just uh, fell into place as far as you know, adopting, the, you know, the type of mentality that I have today. That makes would perfect you, sense. Would you say that, is it easier or harder to relate to females being that you're able to be honest about their nature? Um, how, how does that work out when it comes down to your female relationships? Man, Sister George, <laughs> when I tell you it is difficult, and I'm talking about um, even when it comes to the women that I'm close to, in my in my family and my personal life like it's it's really rocky and shaky because a lot of the things that they bring to me and i'm telling them about you know they just cannot understand it you know they don't get it they feel like i'm being too harsh on them they feel like i'm judgmental and i'm going to tell you my, my female relationships even in my personal life with my family like my sisters my cousins everybody even my mother like aunts everything it's they just cannot understand why I feel the way that I feel like they really do feel like I am, you know, this quote unquote pick me. You know, they, they don't understand how I can have the, the stance that I have and I, I can't relate to them really very much either. And it really does cause this this wedge to where it's like 
we're cool one day, then the next day we're not cool, and then we're cool again, then we're not cool, just because of the way that we see things differently. And it can it can be heartbreaking. It can be a lot of ups and downs with that because you really do love these women and you really do care about these women, but they just cannot understand what you're talking about, you know? Honey, you said a word. I think one of the biggest things is... Um trying to get out of a mindset of wanting to be accepted by other women, which I think mm. is kind of a natural thing that you yeah. want to be accepted by your peers and your peer groups. But like I, I was raised by my um, grandmother for the most part and then my mom. Mm. But I would say that my grandmother was like a super realist. And in certain ways that she raised me kind of kept me disconnected because I wasn't raised to be a girly girl. And so a lot of things I had late development on. And then with uh, from female relationships, it's probably a little bit more difficult because um, when I was younger, you know, I, like a little girl, a lot of little girls used to make fun of me because of how she dressed me and stuff. And so boys were just easier to deal with. And I was just able to connect with boys more so and you know the rest is history I, and so i, I still kind of struggle with female relationships myself to this day and so yeah. it's just like here we go right and don't have no no certain thought process especially if you're telling them they ain't shit or you know some of them and, and some of them can't be shit sometimes and that's what i'm saying like you because you because you want to be honest because you want to genuinely help them you want them to genuinely see where they're coming up short and where they're going wrong and so when you call these things out it's like oh you know you don't know what you're talking about or you don't understand because a lot of women can look at me and say well you don't understand my my struggle because you're married and you have a good man and you have this that and the third going on so you can't relate to us and it's like Again, it's common sense. It's not something I have to be a part of in order to recognize and see where you're coming up short it's in order to correct you, you know, because I've been there. I'm, I'm sure we all been there before to where it was like we possess a certain personality or a certain mentality to where it was like hindering us from actually uh, receiving the desired results. And so when you see mm -hmm. the women around you partaking in some of the same things that you did, and how it affected you and, and, and kept you from certain things, you're going to call it out, but they don't see it that way. They see it as maybe you're hating yep. or you just don't understand or, you know, whatever the case may be. And at that point, it's just like, you know what, let me just bow out gracefully because I refuse to fight you and I'm trying to love on you and help you. You know what I mean? That part. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block. Uncle Stu, what's going on? Thank you, Uncle Stu. She says, salute, salute the queens in the house, honey. Amen, amen, amen. We appreciate that, Uncle Stu. Thank you so much. Um, um, you got another question? Okay. Um, I was going to pivot to something else, but I'll let you go first, and then I'll do that. Okay, because it's I'm still kind of related, but well, um, ask yours because I was gonna pivot to something totally. Okay, different. okay. So it's 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 still it's still somewhat related to the topic that we're talking about, but it's something that I have a clip for, and I wanted to play this clip and then follow it up with a question. So bear with me okay. for just one moment. It's a quick clip that I want to play, and then I'm gonna get your thoughts. And um, I have a question relating to this. Mission is selflessness instead of selfishness submission is engagement it's adaptability it's responsiveness it's emotional safety mm. security expression mm. it's an art and when it comes to submission it's mutual but it's voluntary as well 
So it's not just one-sided. It's both genders, both partners, equal, okay? And I love submission because to me, it's in the form of an art. It's somebody who has to give someone the pieces of them that they won't give to someone else. Right. And I hate the fact that society has influenced people to believe that submission is subservience yeah. and slavery Less than. and control mm. and manipulation when it's not. It's something that a person has to be willing to give. It's not force. So did sis read my book or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. yeah. I I talked about that in my book. I talked about how, you know, there's going to be instances where the man, you know, allows the woman to take the lead on certain things or in certain areas to where maybe she's better suitable for, you know. But I do feel like for the majority of the part, the woman should be in the submissive role. But, yeah, there, there are going to be times to where the man's like, you know what, baby, you're more suitable for that. I'm going to let you handle that. But even that in and of itself is the man taking charge and taking control to, to even delegate, you know, and say, OK, yeah, you do this. But, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good I, point. I think, and I, that's think exactly I think sis read my book, though. I, I really do. I think <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to know, too, because when you, you know, especially with people deeming you a pick me, I wanted to know your thoughts on people stating that, you know, submission is a two way street and that both partners will yield and submit to one another at different points in the relationship. And I think that you brought about a fantastic point when you talk about women taking the lead on certain things like I take the lead on grocery shopping. That's not something that my husband even desires to do. But you're right in that, you know, that's something that a man typically delegates. He understands mm -hmm. that you're better at this. So I'm, a, you know, I'm going to assign that to you. And that's going to be something that, you know, you'll manage. So, you know, thank you for that. That's exactly what I wanted mm -hmm. to know. Well, I want to know from you um, when you come over to the manosphere and when men talk about submission, they never talk about it from an aspect of men actually having to submit to their wives. And as a matter of fact, they demonize it um, to, a, to a certain degree. Um, I've heard content creators say, you know, you know, you're going to have to submit, but they make it sound like it's the worst thing on earth to listen to a woman especially if a woman has expertise about a certain thing, mm -hmm. they will make it sound like it's just out of this world. Oh my gosh, you're getting married. You're going to submit to a woman. You're going to have to submit some way, shape or form. You're going to submit to a woman. And I'm looking like if she's better at something than you, then what's the problem? Um, <laughs> so what I want to know from you, when you came over to this manosphere space, how accurate do you think that these men, do you think they have an accurate view of relationships and women? Well, first of all, I want to say that the manosphere came to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, when, once I started to um, scope out different content creators that were a part of the manosphere, uh, some of them I feel like have uh, a valid perspective as far as relationships and then some of them are just like whoa dude like 
you need to relax, you know, but I mean, it's just it's give and take. I mean, just yeah. with it, just like within like the sisterhood, they can make valid points here and then they're completely off there. And it, it just really depends on, you know, the individual or their experience or whatever the case may be, what they've gone through, what they're going through, you know, but um, uh, for the most part, as far as the people that I interact with, I feel like they have a pretty decent perspective as far as you know how to navigate relationships but yeah there there are some times where it's like you know these bees ain't ish and if you listen to these bees something wrong with you you know and it's just like <laughs> whoa dude you need to relax like what is wrong with you but uh especially on my platform i feel like i have a lot of balanced brothers that you know are grown men mature men and and yes. they understand what it is and so i can i just really can respect and appreciate them you know the ones that have the more balanced uh perspective right do you think that you relate to some of this? Um, you said that the sisterhood does have some valid talking points. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people kind of basically asked us to choose a side um, once upon mm -hmm. a time. Um, and they'll still be like, y'all need to choose a side. Y'all don't have the support because y'all won't choose a side. It's hard for me because I'm like, I see bullshit on both sides of, uh, of the aisle. And with you have you chosen a side like and how does that work with with your content and everything how can i choose a, when we talk about relationships you have to address both parties you know what mm -hmm. i mean so we we address we address how men should provide and men should protect and men should build just like our sisterhood points out my issue is you know i feel like the sisterhood does not give the other side as far as what women need to do in order to qualify for such men you know so i feel like i give both sides i, I don't i don't choose a, a side that's that's ridiculous how can the relationship be healthy and balanced and, and thrive and grow if you're not addressing both parties however right. i will say that you know my content is directed more towards you know what women need to do because i am a woman and I right. know where we come up short and I know what we need to do in order to fix those things. Like I, I don't place uh, any responsibilities on anybody that I do not place on myself. So if I'm telling mm -hmm. women, hey, we need to do X, Y and Z, it's because I'm doing X, Y and Z and it works, you know, and the same thing for the for the brothers. If I'm saying, hey, do this, do that, you know, it's because I'm with my husband, you know, beautiful, strong, masculine black man. And I know that what he's doing in order to, you know, keep us afloat and keep the foundation solid and, and keep me in line and whatever the case may be, it works. And a lot of people can feel like maybe you're stepping on their toes when you do that, especially when it pertains to men, because it's like, who is this woman to tell us how to be men? And who is this woman to tell us, you know, what's working and what's not? And it's just like, look, this is just my observation from my experience of dealing and being with a man, you know. And then on the flip side, you can have the sisters like, well, who is this chick to tell us and, and do X, Y, and Z to us? And it's just like, well, uh, once again, th this is my life, my experience, and I know that these things work. And so I'm just trying to share with people to help you all out. It's not me trying to check a grown man. It's not me trying to check a grown woman. It's trying to help us all to thrive and grow and get the desired re relationships that we're looking for. I know that's Do right. you think, though, that women are receptive to your messaging, being that your messaging, although you're talking about what women need to do because you are a woman and, you know, a lot of these things are things that you've put into practice, but being that your messaging and your your 
most of your audience, and I don't know if it's necessarily that your targeted audience is male, how receptive do women seem to be to your messaging? Um, I don't know what percentage of your audience is male versus uh, female. Um, I can pull it up, but it's not a lot of women that uh, are subscribed, but we all can peep game and we all know the truth. They cloud watch. And, and that's why we get the reaction videos and we get the lipstick alley post and, you know, whatever the case may be. But uh, yeah. the majority of my my audience, I would say, is male. Um, and I believe it's because a lot of women just well, I can't say women. I have to I have to make the distinction. A lot of females, they just <laughs> don't want to hear what we need to do what they need to do that i want to hear the other side a lot of them like to have it set up to where we're the prize mm -hmm. so by default the man should do everything and how dare you have expectations and requirements for us and so they're not very receptive to my messaging due to that fact alone it's like stop trying to teach us to settle when i'm just saying no let's be balanced and fair you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu again with the super chat. Thank you so much. He said it is a dance between man and woman, according to Danica Marie. I read the book. Thank you for the shout out, Danica Marie. Uh, thank you so much for that, Uncle Stu. We appreciate thank you. you. Uncle Stu. And shout out to Black Wizard. What the bullshit? He says, you guys. <laughs> Here he go. <laughs> you guys' go. issue isn't that you don't choose a side. It's like it's that you act like you don't have no bias. You're not, not robots. True. We can see your bias. Danica focuses on what women need to do. She's balanced, but that's her bias. Um, I, I think we agree. Girl, you're boring, honey. It's like a robot. You robot. Uh, you bad girl. Okay, you bad. Yeah. Good. Sorry. Okay, okay. My apologies. I said, I think that we acknowledge our biases very well. Like, Danny is constantly acknowledging the fact that, you know, it's still borging. No, you good. Oh, okay. You were making a face like uh, she's constantly oh. talking about, you know, being a single mother, you know, coming being once being a single mother and, you know, taking accountability for that. And I like we always say we're women and we understand that. And m one of my favorite lines is that we're also westernized, that we went to school and were conditioned to believe everything that other black women and other women in the West believe. We constantly acknowledge that. So I think that that's a falsehood to say otherwise. Like we've seen said that on this channel at least 50 times. So I, I don't think that we um, are trying to shy away from or trying to elude the fact that we have biases. We do have biases and we've said it like multiple times. We're, we're not um, pretending that we don't. We're not pretending that, you know, all of the everything that we say is coming from a, a non-biased place. That would be foolish and, and unrealistic. We're 40 year old women. We know damn well we have biases. Come on now. And then I always come tell y'all I'm hood and ghetto and we just here. And I'm, you reveal so much about yourself. I, like I how really have. You say we don't have biases. I'd be like, girl, are you telling that? I would never. <laughs> like, no, you know what it is? It's like, um, and I think we talked about it with Shalakimia. I feel like if I'm honest and I'm upfront, 
you're not going to be able to shame me about my life and the things that I've gone through because I've gone through a lot and I've made it through a lot. And I'm in such a place now to where I'm comfortable in saying, okay, yeah, I used to fuck up. Yeah. I was never right. da 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 or, or I, I went through this and now I'm over here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's not a thing to me. Um, because yeah. I, you know, the same judgment that is cast upon me is the same judgment that I give back to y'all ass. Listen, like, oh, hey, you avatars. I don't mind that. My thing is, I, I'm always, I'm very careful in what I share because I have a lot to lose, and I, I don't want these people trying to use things against me. Not that I'm pretending mm-hmm. to be somebody I'm not or don't want. Like it's because yeah. they try, like any bit of information you give them, they try to find ways to use it against you, and all the doxing and all that type of stuff. Like I don't play like that. Like that's not even you don't play with people's livelihoods and looking up people's addresses and you know people's kids and all that type of stuff. Like that ain't that's not funny cute or you know that ain't no ish to play not with so i'm just <laughs> um i think but the way i came in on here i came in under my real name <laughs> i was like man how ignorant and why aren't there people trying to warn you like don't come on here with your like there should yeah. be a class to sign up for youtube <laughs> unless you unless you want to be out there um because like I said, I'm easily doxable. So it's like you're gonna look up my information and find out that um my mama had a past, my daddy was a certain or my daddy and, and, and if you looked up stuff now, you know you're just gonna find what the hell you gonna find and mm-hmm. I'll cuss your ass out. Matter of fact, I call my daddy and tell them cuss y'all ass out too. They already know. <laughs> so honey, y'all be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh shout out to B. He says hi D hypothetically if you defend a black woman let's call her <laughs> mr orange <laughs> from a black man little pig tate lying <laughs> that she got a abo- got an abortion then but then mr porridge cosign <laughs> that same lie done to another black woman how would a crown head deal with that betrayal what Damn. in the hell is going on who had it who who deleted some babies? What's going on? Girl, I don't know. Petty. I don't know what you're talking about. B, what, B, B, what the hell are you talking about, B? Good night, B. Good night. Good night. Good night. Ah, and shout out to Black Wizard again. He says, it's not about what you went through. I'll give you an example. Danica addresses what women need to do, but she believes in balance. With that said, what's you guys' angle? Oh, I don't understand the question. Like our our angle is we as we've always said is to facilitate, you know, balanced discussions in the space, which when we have discussions and we try to hold women accountable, we get women like getting lucky in Kentucky and they're offended that we allow men a free space to speak freely as long as they're not, you know, being disrespectful or, you know, calling women out of their name, calling anybody out of their name. So that hasn't necessarily um, worked in our favor, but um, I'm not sure what you mean by asking what is our angle. Our angle is to be balanced, just like we defend y'all, just like I went to bat for someone who was, although donating, one of the only people donating on that stream, I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to take away someone's wrench that has shown us support for, you know, three and a half, almost four years because you're upset that you don't like the comments that he makes. We defend black men. We go to bat for black 
men go to war for black men. But at the same time, we are also black women. So we see it, you know, from a different perspective. We don't view things like you guys view it. So we're not going to always share every ideology that you guys have and be in alignment with, you know, every talking point that you guys have. I don't know what you're asking because I think that it, I, I don't, I think that um, that was a rhetorical question by you saying, you know, what's our angle? Um, or it wasn't necessarily well thought out before you typed that. I don't even know how to respond to it. Oh, I do. My oh, angle is to be head of the manosphere space because y'all like <laughs> have no desire. Y'all have y'all like women in leadership, so I want to be. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no desire. But but speaking of women in leadership, let's talk about Pearl. Lord. Let's. Uh oh. Danica. Lord. First, I said I was done with pasty. But girl, uh oh, you got to give it give it to us, honey. You got to give it to us. What were your thought process? What was your thought process initially when you seen her coming around the space? What was your thought process initially? I had no thought process initially. You know, people rock with who they rock with. I let mm -hmm. people live. I mind my business. You know, it, I'm not going to come through like, oh, you know, they like this person. I don't like this person. Let me go attack this person. And y'all said that earlier, like I do my best to be non-problematic. You know, I, I do my best to mind my business, create my content, stay in my lane. People come to me. You know, so initially I didn't, I let people live. I let people do them. If y'all like somebody, go ahead and like them. I'm not going to uh, knock somebody because people like them. And maybe they do some of the same things that I do, you know, whatever. You know, and I, I never even watched her content, you know. Okay. So uh, initially I, I had no opinion. It was just like, oh, well, that's what they like. They like her, you know. What was your thought process after she entered the space and after she made the racial comments um, toward her Africans and um, slavery? What were your thoughts about that? That was pro that was a problem for me, you know, especially considering the fact that, you know, she is surrounding herself with black people and black culture. You know, you, you don't have the right to come through and capitalize off of us make it seem like you're cool with us and then at the same time degrade us especially considering the the optics of it all the dynamic of it all like she, you're sitting there with a, a a proud racist man talking down on black people and you know I, I just didn't appreciate that you know some some things are just unacceptable and I and I feel like it was only right for me to address that especially considering the fact that you know she was somebody that was surrounding herself and building herself off of us you know what did you think of the manosphere's response in regards to um so uh, let me just preface this what I noticed is that the majority of women sisterhood pick me's in between the majority of women felt the same exact way um, about her, especially after hearing this. And it was kind of surprising to see all of us, like all the black women in the space were like, hell nah. no, 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 mm -hmm. ma'am. This is not gonna work. This is not gonna fare out. Mm -hmm. What was your thought process in regards to the manosphere or part of the manosphere's response to the black women who were against her um, after she said these racial things? Well, to be fair, I saw 
the majority of black men in the space, like, find an issue with it. You know, it was only a handful of raccoons that, you know, were okay with it. And so I was, I'm not going to lie, though, some of those handful that I saw, I was highly surprised by. I'm like, whoa. And it really did, um, to me, showcase a lot of their character. And it made me understand like those people are not individuals that you maybe need to be associated with or affiliated with because they would obviously accept anything or do anything for clout or acceptance or validation or money. Mm -hmm. And people like that will completely throw you under the bus, you know, that they'll kill you to get ahead. Like it, it just to me, it highlighted a lot of character flaw that I just could not get with. Um, and so to answer your question, I was highly surprised by some of those people and also very disappointed yeah let me ask you this regarding that because you know more and more information is coming out and you know the exposing is happening <laughs> and it's like i'm just sitting back watching because you know um i don't know why it didn't happen sooner um you know i wasn't a fan because you know, I could see what she was doing and there was, I'm not surprised that at the allegations that she was trying to colonize the black manosphere, so to speak. Um, when I saw Sarah's video, I was like, what the, what in the what? But, um, you know, it, Pearl herself said, you know, in an interview that she paid um, Kevin Samuels, that she paid, I think, was it fresh and fit? I think um, that she was paying for consultations. It was apparent that she wanted to learn the, you know, red pill talking points that she wanted to learn, you know, how to become a successful content creator by using red pill ideologies because she was mm -hmm. visiting certain channels, paying for consultations. And then as soon as she saw a void, um, she seemed to try to capitalize off of it. With that mm -hmm. being said, do you think even if the black manosphere banded together and everyone was on one accord and everyone was taking a stance and saying, no, what she did was wrong. She, you know, and highlighting her wrongdoings as a unit standing together as, you know, on one accord um, that the black manosphere would even have the power to cancel her. No, no, no. She's already out of there, you know? And like mm -hmm. I said, it's, I've been seeing, and again, I'm, I'm very proud of us because we have taken some sense of a stance and some and had some pride and dignity about ourselves and our people. I mm -hmm. saw a lot of people coming forth like, no, I don't I don't rock with this. But as we can see, it's not affecting her. You know, she's not losing any subscribers. She's not losing any money. You know, she may be taking a hit on her in her personal life as far as her just feeling attacked and, you know, going through all of that, you know, emotionally. But on the the end, as far as social media is concerned and business, uh-uh, it's nothing we can do mm. at this point, you know. Yeah, what about big. what about personal attacks that you've taken in regards to um, defending black people and saying that this is wrong? How has that affected you in any way? Um, it. It made me have to lose out on certain relationships with people, you know, but again, like, would I even want to be associated with those type of individuals anyway? You know, so really, I, to be honest, it really didn't affect me. If anything, it, it showed me how solid a lot of us were. And I actually gained a lot more, I feel, um, support, a lot more 
uh, people who rock with me, you know, that are on the same accord. So it really didn't affect me negatively in any way. You know, it just it's unfortunate that some things had to be exposed. And a lot of people just started to just come out the woodwork on some nonsense that we will be addressing. Don't get it twisted. You know, cause mm. I, see the, I see the sneak dissing, you know, I, I see all of that. <laughs> But uh, for the majority of the part, like, I feel like it, it really brought a lot of us together, if anything. You know, a lot of people that maybe yeah. I didn't like or did not like me, we could see out of eye on this to where it's like, nah, this is some BS, you know. And so, yeah, to what me, it didn't really affect me. Think, oh, do you think an apology this. would suffice? If she just From apologized, her? like, and, and she was sincere and said, you know, I'm sorry, not w without all the buts, without all the rebuttals, without all the I'm sorry, but I'm going to have my people dig into people. She just came out and made a sincere apology, a video, not passing the buck uh, to Nick Fuentes and just said, I'm sorry. Would that suffice? No, because you already spoke your true feelings. What I what I found really really interesting is how um, the then this is the manosphere, but this is like the white manosphere. White men from their side of the space were like in like hell no, and they were in unison when it came down to dealing with women in red pill spaces or women having a voice in red pill spaces. And I just found it so interesting that they weren't they weren't looking to work with her. They weren't looking to collab with her. They talked about how women were grifting off the space and they pointed um, directly to her, Pim Sapien, and a couple of others that they were pointing at and saying, no, but then the black manosphere welcomed her with open arms. And I just, I was like, damn, um, white men know white women better than black men know white women mm. and i'm mm. sitting there like if white men are telling y'all hell no that that must mean something if they have a they have such strong opinions and you're talking about like anthony johnson rollo tomasi um all of these guys are basically saying like hell no she's grifting off the space but black men have oh come on in you welcome to the picnic the barbecue whatever else we got for you and yeah. I, i'm sitting there like we don't really have any um, discretion uh, for who we allow in our space. What mm. do you think about black men talking shit to us, but allowing women like her in the space? And I addressed this in one of my live streams. I felt like that was hypocritical. Um, however, I also went to the other side of it and I said, well, I can kind of understand because I know that when it comes to how a lot of black females treat black men, it's like, you know what, F mm. y'all. And so it, it makes it easier for, you know, a white woman or an Asian woman or a Hispanic woman, whatever, whatever kind of woman to come through and show them any ounce of even fake love for them to be like, oh, okay, well, finally, you know. And so it can mm -hmm. make it a lot more easy for somebody such as a pearl to come through and be widely accepted because it's like, damn, we're finally heard, we're finally seen by somebody else from a, di a different culture she's a woman you know and she she gets it um mm -hmm. and when it comes to us even they could look at us like again based upon 
prior uh, history, you know, as far as certain black women coming through, making it seem as though they were down and they were understanding and they were loving and all of that. And then them kind of switching up. So it's like, oh, I can't trust these black bees because I've seen what they've done in the past, you know, versus the white women, which, again, you should see history with them as well. But, hey, I'm gonna leave that alone. Uh, But like, uh, you know, there's a very deep sordid history relating to white women and i guess be like you know maybe they're like that's so we're so far removed from that that we're unfazed by that or they've forgotten conveniently i don't know but um i do want to ask you relating to something danny just said how do you feel or how would you feel if like how do you feel about those men about men content creators who who feel that you know women have no business in red pill spaces and some are going so far as to say we want nothing to do with women in red pill spaces and or charging women to 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 broach their spaces if you want to come into their space you know you have to pay a fee or you know you're just not allowed at all or they're just very disrespectful to the women who come in their space um what are your thoughts on that my thoughts as far as men not wanting men uh, or women in their spaces. Yeah. And, and, and I, enacting these crazy policies if a woman does want to come into the space. I mean, everybody's entitled to whatever they feel, whatever they think. Um, but my mm-hmm. issue as it, re- as it regards to me or pertains to me is a lot of these people came to me. Like I already, mm-hmm. I was on my own island. And so I really mm-hmm. don't like how they try to make it seem like I just came into their space and started dominating and uh, colonizing and everything. And it's just like, <laughs> that's not what happened when it came to me. Right. You know, I, I just came onto YouTube from Facebook saying the same stuff I was saying on Facebook for way longer, you know, no money involved. Mm-hmm. no subscribers no you know what i mean so to me i i just don't like when they try to pit that on me or place those things upon me you know yeah. but i have no problem with uh men saying hey i won't let a woman come through and do x y and z i mean if that's what they've right. built their space on that that's their prerogative they can do what they want to do i have no issue with it you know, I'll just stay away. You know, if, yeah. if I know that a man does not like women to be a part of their spaces, you know, I'll I'll cloud mm-hmm. watch or if they got if they got some tea. Uh, but other than that, like, I'll, I'll stay away. I'm on my Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good way to be, honey. Um, shout out <laughs> to Eugene Steele. Thank you, Eugene. Um, he says a dynamic duo interviews one half of another dynamic duo. That part, though. Yes. This is awesome. Thank you so much for that, Eugene. And, okay. Shout out to Blue Exodus, Mr. Bobby Wright. He says, thanks for the classy conversation. Um, Thank you so, so (laughs) much for that. And I think I got one more. Um, Shout out to Eugene still again. Thank you so much. He says last night, Robbie talked about an article which said that the manosphere was right wing. What do you think of that? What is the black manosphere? I think you do have a lot of men in the space that are claiming to be conservative. Um, but, 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 um, I also think that a lot of men in the space do what's kind of buzzworthy. 
if black women are on one side, I think it's just to do something that's going to be anti-woman or anti-black mm-hmm. women. So if black women are all Democrats, then you'll have mm-hmm. a lot of men saying that they're conservative, but not really understanding conservative values <laughs> or actually living out conservative values. So I actually mm-hmm. think the black manosphere is probably more left wing than right wing and um don't really know what the hell is going on on either side to be honest that's my opinion but that's just me ladies i don't know none about no damn wings go ahead uh c rose um i think that black (laughs) Black. people i think black people are conservative leaning i think i think black people are conservative leaning i think that really and truly like parties aside that we're typically more conservative than not anyways um i think that we've been swayed by the democratic party because they typically are overt with their racism and they don't say that they don't say the quiet part out loud and or what you're not getting. They're going to tell you up front, we ain't giving y'all nothing. The Democrats are going to placate and pretend that you might get something. So Black people tend to vote Democrat just because Democrats will appease them in the beginning and then screw them over and continues and continues. But I think Black people in general are more conservative leaning. And I think that men are typically more logical and that a lot of men do understand policy, at least base level hey we're we lean towards this side so but i do think that there are some followers like you said that don't even understand what it is they just know it's a it's a cool it's they're, they're just trying to be with the in crowd yeah um shout out to dane c he says sis g not true there are white women red pill channels supported heavily by white men mm. Candace Owens, who is basically the black female pearl, have white men mostly audience. I think when I what I'm talking about is a lot of content creators that are high up um, on the manosphere hierarchy in the white spaces, like your Anthony Dream Johnson, your Rolo Tomasis, they are not in support of Pearl like that, honey. Anthony does an expose, it seems like every day he talking shit about her and talking about how he don't trust her, how she don't need to be nowhere near these people and they be going in. So I don't know, uh, that's my thought process. And I do think that a lot of yeah. um, white men do support Candace Owens, but Candace Owens uh, talks a lot of shit about the culture and especially with dealing with her own kind. She talks a lot of shit. Um, So I think anytime (laughs) you get in bed with a certain type, yeah, they're going to give you support to a certain degree. um, But let Candace Owens get out of line or say something that y'all don't or say something that they don't like and watch them be on her ass like white on rice in a on a paper plate in a snowstorm, child. Oh. Um, just like they did us when oh. we said things that may not have been um, pro-man, so to speak. Mm. So, yeah. Um, shout out to Feisty Goddess. She says, what, white, what did white women do to gain trust, gain the trust from black men besides have sex with them? I don't see white women going to the Supreme Court on the behalf of black men. Um, feisty goddess, a lot of men, a lot of black men say that white women tend to be nicer in attitude and how they generally deal, nice, how they generally Mm -hmm. deal with black men. Um, that's black women's reputation with black men, white women's reputation with black men tends to be a little bit better sometimes. Mm. 
I don't know. What y'all think of that? That's a good question. Um, That's all I've heard is that they're nicer, that they're more pleasant, that they're amiable, that they're more friendly, that they don't have, you know, bad attitudes, that they're easier to deal with. And that's why um, black men are drawn to them and find them just easier to get along with. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I heard the same thing, you know, and then look how, you know, especially as it pertains to online spaces. When it comes to the treatment of black men, like we're not going to act dumb, deaf and blind. Like we see, you know, these large platforms with majority uh, black female audience and how they really go in on black men, you know, delete the babies, you know, only have sex with them, but don't deal with them, which is backwards to me. Like it's we, really go, we really go hard on black men. And so when you have a different race of women coming through, like, oh, I wouldn't do delete our delicious mixed babies. You don't have to worry about that when it comes to me. You know, it, it's easy to be like, oh, okay, well, damn, I, at least I'm not getting disrespected to this degree, so I might as well. And so we really set it up to where when it comes to other races or other groups of women, you know, they could be something that is, you know, more desirable as it pertains to black men. That's just being honest. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that's an excellent point. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Concrete. I'm sorry. I just want to say because lines uh, fighting for black men if if you know they're unalived or mistreated, and all although that's true, um, typically you know at that point you know, a black man has lost his life. We're, they're t we're talking about their everyday experiences. You know, it's it's a it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And I, I would never dismiss the fact that black women are there when needed and, and, and on the front lines that, you know, we know 70% of the black Panther party were, was, were black women. We know that, you know, black women are have a strong hold or a strong presence in a lot of these organizations that are, you know, until freedom comes. And a lot of these organizations that fight for, uh, you know, fight against oppression and fight for, you know, black men that have been brutalized or lost their lives unjustly, um, they have a strong female, black female presence. However, think about, you know, these men and their everyday experiences. Like, that, you know, that's wonderful, but we can't dismiss or invalidate their feelings regarding what, how they interact or how black women interact with them every day. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing that we fight for them during that time. And that's like life or death. But we also, you know, need to make a concerted effort to make sure that we're getting along with and respecting one another just on a daily basis, because that's important. I don't want to go through my whole life. You hating me, calling me a deadbeat and a nothing A-S-S-N-I-G-G-A. -S 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 but if I get killed, you're going to fight for me, you know? Danica, what I want to know from you, um, I want to talk about the simps of society. And I want to know how badly do you think that they've um, taken our culture off balance? Or do you think that there is room for simps or how they've affected uh, relationships and dating? Um, well, there's going to always be simps, you know, just like it's going to always be hoes, you know, it's going to always be those those individuals. But I would say that they are um, contributing in a negative way to society because what they are doing is enabling a lot of these females to continue 
on these very entitled destructive paths, you know, and so um, to me, the simps need to be done away with. Now, what I don't like is how they try to place the simp title on men that are masculine, um, that are stand up guys, but because maybe they support women or they uh, respect women, then they are simps. That is not a simp to me. You know, a, a simp is somebody that just baby, baby pleases to death and gives anything and everything to a female, even if she's undeserving, uh, just because they just want some type of access to that woman or they want they want to be a part of their lives. Like to me, that's simping when you are emasculating yourself and allowing women to emasculate you. Yet you are rewarding her for, you know, bad or poor behavior. You know, but yeah, they, they actually do contribute to our society, our society in a negative way. Um, however, what I have been seeing is more and more men, you know, get out of that mode of simping. And I feel like that is also helping a lot of women to realize a lot of their faults and flaws and kind of navigate in a different direction. And we've been seeing that more and more, even in um social media, you know, with these public figures as far as the black Chinas and uh, the other females that are trying to do away with certain images or uh, certain perspectives that people have about them. And I think that is due to how a lot of men are like, you know what, I'm not entertaining this. I need this type of woman. If you don't meet this requirement, I won't deal with you. Uh, oh, do you have the same opinion regarding hoes in, in society? Mm -hmm. Uh, hoes definitely mess up society as well. Um, but again, you, I don't think you'll be able to get rid of them, uh, because you know, it's going to always be some simps, you know? So, uh, yeah, hoes absolutely do, uh, also contribute in a negative way because what they do is they make us, I feel like in general as women look bad and they also influence the younger women around them to, uh, do some of the same destructive, counterproductive things that in the future or in the long run will prevent them from being in relationships with respectable uh, masculine, providing, protecting, leading, teaching men because they don't want to deal with hoes. You know, maybe they'll screw you. But at the end of the day, you know, you're going to end up screwing yourself because those men do not want to be committed to you. They won't trust you. They won't really love you in the ways that as women we need and desire so yeah they they do mess it yeah. up because they actually influence the younger women to follow down the same paths that prevent us all from uh, getting the desired results when it comes to the men that we need you know but can I've they been... change like you you highlighted black china we've seen uh, alexis yeah. sky i think her name is um we've seen Brittany renner and all of these women that are going through this spiritual awakening they're removing Moving their 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 uh, butt implants and cheek implants. They're going to church. They're putting scriptures on IG. Um, you know, can you turn a hoe into a housewife? Can they change? Can they make a change and you know shed that old skin and you know um, just you know turn into something completely different? A good wholesome woman. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like you you everybody can evolve. Everybody can can grow. Um, but the issue that comes into place is a lot of men won't trust you, though. So even if you are genuine in your approach and you are having these awakenings and things of that sort, 
there's so much damage that has been done to where it's like, oh, I don't know if you're genuine with this. And that can also uh, just cast this shadow over you to where it's like, no, that's a red flag. This is somebody that's trying to finesse. This is somebody that's trying to get over. You know, don't take that type of woman seriously because she's been doing all of this for all of these years. And now all of a sudden she has an awakening. Is it because the men that she really desires no longer desire her? You know, what's going on? And so it could just look a little shady. And a lot of guys cannot trust your motives or your intentions. So that's why I say, like, it's just best for us to do the right things early on, you know, versus spending all of our lives being reckless, being hoes, being ran through, being in the streets, and then trying to all of a sudden have this awakening evolve and grow. Because by that time, so many people already have a certain perspective or viewpoint of you to where it's like they don't even think that you're real. They don't think that it's authentic. So that's just something that we need to be aware of as women, even if you are genuine in your approach as far as evolving and growing. Great. Point. I I actually agree with that. Um, I've been thinking about this for a minute and I was, th we did a tough talk on it. Uh, I think last week, two weeks ago, but I was like, um, I heard Melanie King um, talking about, uh, women, you and, and she was going in on the badge areas and talking, um, basically telling them they want shit. And um, I'm like, there's not necessarily in an incentive to stop hoeing around, um, considering where we are at at where we are now. I don't see a lot of um, men wanting to get married, wanting to enter into partnerships especially with the emergence of the red pill and how red pill has kind of gone mainstream. I'm like, what is the incentive, especially if you're talking to women and you're not married? Um, <laughs> matter of fact, let me go there. Can women who are unmarried uh, give advice to women on how to sustain a relationship and what they need to do as far as relationships are concerned? Um, that's sticky. Um, but it, 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 yes, to answer the question, yes, they can. Um, however, it, they won't be able to really go into full detail and, and really tell you how to do those things if they have never experienced it, you know, but we've all been in relationships before, you know, and so mm -hmm. you could probably be able to tell based upon your prior uh, history as far as dealing with um, men or, you know, things of the past. But yeah, it, they can, but it can come off a little hypocritical when it's like, OK, how can you say this when you're not displaying and showcasing the fact that you are able to do it yourself? So it's just one of those things where it's like up and down. It's kind of sticky and tricky with that. It is. I actually wanted to play something that ties into that and see if you still share the same mindset or if you had it anything if you had anything different to add after I play it. It's it, I actually had that same question then. Oh, okay. And to the effect of yeah, he cheated, but why did he cheat? And a lot of y'all got triggered, y'all got mad. And my point is, a lot of you guys are shitty wives. I'm sorry, you are. You don't cook for your man. You don't, you, you belittle him, you nag on him all the time, you don't treat him like a man, and then you don't have sex with him. And when he goes looking outside of the relationship, because at the end of the day, he doesn't want to get divorced, you put all the blame on him and don't take any accountability for your part to play in it.
Now, I'm not saying it's okay for men to cheat and that they should cheat, but as women, I think we can have a little understanding for the other side where they're coming from. But you know what? Do it your way. Don't sleep with your husband, belittle him, talk bad about him on the internet, talk about how men ain't shit. And you know what? If that works for you, go do it. Don't take any accountability. Just get divorced with every single problem. That's fine. Go. Do you. Have fun. Be happy. Pearl, shut up. But anyway, uh, ah! <laughs> she she made valid points. And I've also uh, touched based on that in one of my uh, dope discussions. And I, I brought that up as well. And, and I like to tell women, like, look, I'm not saying that I condone cheating or I condone men, you know, doing all of these things to the, the women. But we do have to be able to do some self-reflecting and hold the mirror up and ask ourselves those uncomfortable questions as far as, you know, well, how could I have contributed to this? What could I have done better? You know, and when you when you bring those things to the forefront, a lot of people can say things like, oh, well, you're victim blaming and you're victim shaming. And it's not her fault that he did this. And, you know, a man's going to do what he wants to do. It, she had no control. You can be the perfect woman and your man still does X, Y and Z. And again, it's levels and layers to the conversation. But at the end of the day, Next. that is a factor. You know, a lot of I, I, I've personally seen guys I've worked with guys to where they were very good husbands very good fathers and everything but their mm -hmm. wives were shitty and I mean you, you I mean even trying to interact with me I'm like hey I'm trying to be nice and respectful when they come up to the job and you know sort of like work parties and stuff like that and they look at mm -hmm. you up and down because they're like oh you you a cute bitch I wonder if my husband tried to sleep with you you know what I mean and Girl. it's just and so you can understand how a man can just be pushed to a limit to where it's like, you know what? I don't want to break up my family because, you know, I have a stay up home wife. She's raising the children and all of that. But, you know, when it comes to me and as far as our interaction, she's trash, you know. And then you have other women outside that, you know, relationship seeing that, you know, he is a good man. He's an attractive man. He's doing what he needs to do. You know, I, I would love to have that. And they'll do whatever it takes to try to snatch that man up and snatch him away. And if a man is being deprived of, you know, to me, basic uh, treatment from a woman, can you really blame him? Again, I'm not condoning know. it. I'm not yeah. condoning it. I'm not saying go, like, if your woman not doing X, Y, and Z, that you should cheat to right. me, um, you should leave, you know, if all this fails. You know, go to counseling, go to therapy, try to thing. work it out. You know, do all of the necessary yeah. steps first, you know, and if all this fails, just leave. But at the same time, I understand it's levels and layers to it to where it's like, you know what? I'm I'm in this situation and right now Shorty's saying a lot of the right shit at the right time and mm -hmm. hey <laughs> and so things can happen. I don't so necessarily Oh, go ahead, concrete. I'm sorry. We talked about this and I think Danny was saying that she understands, you know, that a person would step out. Mm -hmm. I I kind of agree with the thing everything that you said at the end. I think that I feel like cheating is deceitful and you know I've been in a relationship where I was cheated on and the residual effects of that is just they're they're awful um through, through, certainly not for because of anything I was doing no being you know depriving my mate or anything like that but um nonetheless um I think that the appropriate response is of course to try to work through and figure out what's going on yada 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 and you know counseling you know uh, you know trying to talk to your mate you know 
I think that you should try every method to fix the problem and try to find a solution. But I do believe in like, if this ain't working, I'm out. And I understand that, you know, things happen and that's it. And that's in a perfect scenario too. Mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, this is like relationships are complex and marriages mm-hmm. especially are extremely complicated and it doesn't just happen like that. And I also understand that they're not just black and white. There's no mm-hmm. right answer or right solution for everyone's, uh, what everyone is going through. And I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. I'd I be looking at it in uh, such a way that, I think that a lot of people aren't necessary when people get into into relationships, a lot of times people haven't really done the necessary work to understand what and why they are attracted to certain things, why they stay in certain things, yada, yada, yada. And so a lot of times I don't advocate for a woman leaving her relationship because the man cheated because low key, low key, low key. I feel like a lot of women end up in the very same cycles that they were trying to avoid in the first place because, Mm. okay, you leave the cheater. He cheated on me. He dogged me out. He cheated on me. You didn't got all this shit. Y'all got bills. Y'all got properties. Y'all doing everything under the sun. You done left him. Then you end up back into the same situation or even worse, lonely. Um, and you still don't be willing to do the damn work for it. And so uh, I had this conversation with one of my homegirls just the other day. We were sitting there talking about cheating, yada, yada, yada. So mm-hmm. I'm like, if you attracted to a guy that is attracted to everybody or that's attractive to everybody, meaning mm-hmm. he got a six pack, he's six feet. He got more than six inches. He got a, a six figure income. Yeah. Everybody wants that same guy. Are you going to be willing to compete with that? Then you get mm-hmm. with him. You realize that you can't compete with all the holes that he got coming toward him. He ends up cheating on you. You leave him. Then you trying to go after the same types of men. And I just feel like certain men, I think, is a better thing. You probably have a better chance of staying away from certain types of men versus getting with those certain types of men and then thinking that you're going to be able to tame them or you got the box that's yes. just going to keep them in the house. Cause a lot of times we don't look at that. We look mm. at what we want when we want it. That's what we want. Oh, he got all this. Yeah. Um, that's my, me. That, I'm, I'm, I can run mm-hmm. that. I'm going to run that. Then then nigga get on the other side and show you a different story. And now you like all these niggas ain't shit when you went after a certain type. So I'm like, right. if you a certain type, kind of understand that certain things come with the territory, which I get, but I still feel like me and shit, if they are of that certain type, they should be upfront about it anyway. But mm-hmm. I feel like women are delusional as hell um, at times. I, I really yeah. feel like the women be delusional as hell. Like, so you really think you a six on a good day. You was, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You a six on a good day. He a eight. You really think that... <laughs> Uh, Tyrone Big, no, no, Tyrone Dickums <laughs> is gonna stay Good in the night. house and just be. Good night. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, y'all. I'm not gonna sit here and say that just because a man is attractive that he's a cheater. You know, no, so, right. not, not even sure. that. Not even that. But if you're dealing with the guy with all the swag and. He's got the looks, he's got the money, he's got the charisma, and you know that he does not have a problem with every time you turn around, it's a bitch looking him up and down, and she want him, and she, you know, bitches be like hella aggressive, especially here in this A. This this, this Atlanta, 
Baby, these assist. hoes is aggressive. Aggressive. And yeah, girl, I'd I be like, you have to understand what comes with the territory, but you also have to be um, well versed on what it is that you like about these player ass niggas. Because a lot of us aren't necessarily honest about what we're attracted to and why mm-hmm. we're attracted to certain things. And then mm-hmm. we'll enter into I relationships agree. and you repeat cycle after cycle and you don't understand why you repeat these same cycles. No, just stay with that nigga for a minute. You'll figure it out. <laughs> This is me, though. This is me. Um, That's some toxic advice. That is some toxic advice. Girl, my real toxic advice is cheat back and listen. Real talk, though. I be toxic as hell. (laughs) I I get like I I, I, I think that what you said about dating and like my ex was conventionally attractive. You know, like whatever he was conventionally attractive so i think that certain things came with that and i i get that and yeah it was like as a result of that though um i stay away from certain types of men um i don't want nothing to do with you (laughs) like i you know want nothing to do with a certain type of man um my husband is very attractive but like in a very classic way and he is like um He's an a-hole. <laughs> like he doesn't even look approachable. So I ain't even worried about like women. Like he look me. He look like a lion. Like he will bite your head off. He ain't even a friendly looking type of man. So I'm not worried about that. But I do think that you're right in saying that when women go after a certain type, that like man, don't are, look at me don't, concrete. He don't, yeah, look like, <laughs> he don't look mean. I disagree with staying because the long term effects of be, staying with a cheater, like like it's one thing. Like and I don't, I'm not black. White, so I, you know, I'm married. I'm not gonna say if my husband cheats, I'm out the door. Like everything is not black and white, but I also am not gonna say I know I will stay because it really depends upon the circumstances. But mm-hmm. um, I certainly wouldn't deal with a cheater like you cheating and it, like being alone is not the same as being lonely. I've been in a relationship and felt lonely because you cheating and you out entertaining Becky, Susie, and Jenny. So I might as well be by myself and have peace of mind. So so I think the worst thing you could do is stay with somebody who is cheating, the disrespect, the deceit, not knowing where he at, what he doing, bringing home babies, like because there's always a possibility if he's cheating, even with protection, that a baby could be come out of that, that a disease could be brought back to you. Like it's too much for personally for me to be like, I'm a stay. That's just right. Danique, I want to know your opinion on this. <laughs> okay. Having a bad man is better than having no man at all. What are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts on that's a good one. Having a bad man is better than man. having a, a piece of man is no no, let me not say a bad man. Having a piece of man is better than having no man at all. What are your thoughts on it? I don't know if I agree with that. You know, cuz what do you I need a whole man, you know, if you're not going to be here, what do I need you for if you're not going to do what a man's supposed to do? No. You know, that's like he having a child. I might as well be a single mother at that point. Take no. care of a grown ass. Uh-uh. He going to come in. He going to tighten you up. He going <laughs> to um, help out with the, with the bills. He might pay your car note, the insurance, a little something. Um. But you know he step out a little bit. He, he, he be out. What you think about that? So he he's a cheater. 
He a little bit of a cheater. Now he don't cheat. He don't cheat on your birthday. He don't cheat on Christmas. Oh, on Valentine. <laughs> I cheat up for Valentine's Day. He shows to all your family function. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I wouldn't want to deal with that, but. You know, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily knock a another woman for doing it because I understand it could be hard out here. Like, man, fuck that. I need some help. You know, as long as he's coming back home to me, as long as he's respecting mm -hmm. me. But, you know, my cup of tea, no. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I got too much pride for that. Yeah, I just, I need yeah, my, my pain. My pain got to be mine. You know, my man got to be my man. You know, I don't want, because to me, that's embarrassing. Like, oh, he out here with this chick that, that's embarrassing and disrespectful yeah, to me. But, um, really, I'm not going to not because I've seen, I've seen females do that to where it's like, well, oh, we take care of this, that, and the third. So it is what it is. And I'm not, and I'm not mad at that. It's just personally for me, I, I just wouldn't want that type of setup. <laughs> What I ain't mad at it, I'm just saying this, like, I be judging, and I really realize that I be judging, my sister and my, my, my daughters have made me realize, like, I'm, I be judging, and I'm judging, because I feel like if you love yourself, like, you're not going to settle for, no, like, unless that's what you want, like, if you're saying, I don't really like this is what unless it's what you want you're going into it because it's what you want like real real talk i dealt with somebody that was the cheater and that's because i didn't love the way that i i needed to at this point maybe my standards are so high like it's a lot that can't reach me and it has nothing i am and like like it's it has to do with how i feel about me like i'm just i just mm. ain't Oh no, I know how I feel about me, but I don't even want to get off into a child because yeah, I'm saying this is thinking. me. This is a personal thing. Like, this is all about me and what I've been through and how I've evolved to where I am today and why I won't. Say. So this is my journey for me personally. It ain't you know other people might be different because they've had a different journey and different life experiences mm -hmm. I've been through in the past and how that affected me. And I'm like, oh, never for me. Shout out to Feisty Goddess again. Thank you so much, Feisty Goddess. She said treating black men nicer has not made Becky buck up against the white power structure on behalf of black men. Because that she structure did. benefits her. Also facts. Also facts. But Ooh, does she have a point in that like black men are bucking up against black women, but they're saying just I'm going to, you know, be okay. Like, you know, I'm I'm okay with white women because they're nicer to me on a daily. But their niceness isn't benefiting black men and in, in black men as a community, as the unit in the long run, isn't benefiting them economically. It's just, you know, uh, you know, you feeling cool for the moment because I'm, I don't have an attitude, but it doesn't benefit you economically. Like, should you be thinking bigger, larger? Mm -hmm. And they're asking in the chat, well, in what instance does black women do that? Do we buck up against the power structure on behalf of black men? But, ooh, ooh. I think. Um, yeah, when women it. are when women and, and this is the problem though and this is what a lot of men have identified as the problem mm -hmm. we as women we as black women have no issues like if we see a black man um like we see him being deleted on national news mm -hmm. we see him being deleted in the middle of a fucking street like an animal or some shit like that 
most black women have compassion or we used to i because i don't know where the hell we stand at on a lot of things nowadays but at one once upon a time when we seen things like that we were willing to buck up against the power structure um as it pertains to um women being the matriarch and women having their own black women having their own power structure i don't think men should look to women i don't think that men should look to women and think women are going to diminish their own shit in order mm -hmm. to help you when they're not necessarily being helped by by black men black black mm -hmm. women are going to seek themselves first they're going to look after themselves first i don't think that men should look to women to um take to sacrifice or to give anything in order to save the black community i just don't think that's going to happen um it's it, it, if black women said you know we'd be willing to give up our rights if it was going to help the black man i don't see that as a, a thing that's going to happen because there's so much division between us already there's so much mm -hmm. division between us so mm -hmm. i i wouldn't look to black women to give up any power structures on behalf of black men here, I, 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 I don't see it but, happening. But, 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 but we have, though. But we have actually, um, we have risen up against the white power structure on behalf of black men. Uh, yeah. Like I said, you know, 70% of the Black Panther Party was women. So that's one major way. But even if you talk about, you want a couple of recent examples, um, black women do rise up against the white power structure on behalf of black men. You have... Um, Jordan Davis's mom fighting and going to Congress and getting policy passed. You have um, the black women actually like have in large helped to change um, policing policies uh, across this across the nation. Like literally, movements led by black women and, and until freedom. Like I watch them. I, I'm subscribed to the blog and everything. They've helped to change policing policy and how you know. Um, and and actually. In, I was about to say St. Louis, in Kentucky, um, where that, where, um, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? I, I'm drawing a blank. Um, the young lady was, um, Brianna was um, unalived in Kentucky. They mm -hmm. made it to where you, they can no longer do no-knock warrants. Um, you know, they've changed policy to where a ton of states, they're required by law legally, state mandates that they have to have body cams on them at all times. Um, they've made it to where they've had additional training done. Like, so black mm -hmm. women do rise up against the white power structure on behalf of black men. Okay, shout out to y'all. Y'all, y'all broke it down. I hope that answered y'all question. Um, and while we edit y'all, like these um like the video. I need part. these lights to go up. Shit. Okay. We ain't playing. Shout out to Man of Tomorrow. He says, Why do y'all want the attention of men you have no intention of providing solutions for? And oh. wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh, solutions can be provided for men but if it comes from a face that you don't like if it comes from a black woman a lot of times we're not taken serious when we have provided solutions when i told y'all asses to leave when i when i said if they ain't doing you right if they ain't treating you right get your ass on go ahead be out a lot of y'all sat there and argued with me y'all y'all called me all kind of black bitch you don't know what you're talking about bitch 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 that's what y'all said to me 
when I told when 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 I told y'all about um getting your communities back, if that's what you want, certain things gonna have to be done. Y'all don't want to listen to solutions if it comes from a black woman. Let the white woman come in and tell y'all everything to do, even if she ain't shit. We pointed that out too. What y'all say? Y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Oh, y'all just hating on her. Y'all mad because y'all ain't got no subscribers. Y'all mad because y'all was calling us single moms, telling y'all single, y'all ugly, and your, and your mama black, and your daddy black. And you ain't... ugly? <laughs> baby, y'all gave it us It sounded like the color purple, baby. I was like, what is this, a reenactment? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, they was going in. Mm -hmm. Y'all yeah. gave us the color purple treatment when we did <laughs> offer solutions. They did. When we offered Like, I was silly. And, 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 and the thing is, it's not that uh, 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 of trying to provide solutions for more so than trying to provide support for um, and supporting y'all in ways that y'all haven't been supporting, seeing y'all in ways that y'all haven't been seen. But we don't get any credit for that. Oh. You, you, sometimes this is a thankless job. Oh, um, it is. It is. <laughs> Do you? And, 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 Danica gets different reception though. She you I, know, I Danica also gets Danica also gets the same hate, the same disparaging remarks from these same ninjas that she supported she that she's been in their I corner. Think I get hate and, and, and disparaging remarks as well, but they get like I feel like they feel like Danica is like we've had uh Black Wizard and Black Wizard supports us. Like we go back and forth for Black Wizard every show. Like he gonna push us and you know, recently he told me I, we don't have no business even being in the space. Like, so it's it's love, but it's like you know they are cousins, but like the ones that get on your nerves, like on your daddy's side. So, but like their response to us, it's kind of like I mean, I think maybe her delivery. Um, she is, I think they are more um, accepting of her delivery than they are of ours. So that's what I would say. Mm, interesting. Um. Shout out to Mr. Eugene Steele. Thank you so much, Mr. Eugene. He says, Tanika, that you that video you and Six showed this morning is a good example of cheating trying to take place. Um, thank you so much for that, Eugene. Um, shout out to Grinch. He says, leave before you cheat. Integrity is everything. Oh no, Grinch. <laughs> Niggas ain't gonna leave. You know, you comfortable at home, child. Shit, Lord have gonna, mercy. Sister Joy, some milk. Lord, <laughs> next super <laughs> chat, because you out here tripping. Grinch, I agree. Lord have mercy. Shout out to Charles Keys Sr. He says, facts, six feet tall and full of muscles, child. He shows cool. Okay. Um, shout out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block. He said, Who cheated first? The woman who stopped sex before who stopped sex who stopped sex, stopped feeding, and stopped appreciating a man and husband, a rich man will leave nine for six who cares about him. A rich man will leave a nine for six who cares about him. Um, I, I don't disagree um, with that. I don't think, I, I understand what Uncle Sue is saying, and I don't necessarily wouldn't consider what the woman was doing cheating. What she's doing is absolutely wrong, absolutely deplorable. And real talk, I find what she's doing grounds for a divorce. You stop in sex, you stop it, like, unless she's suffering from something, it's grounds for a divorce, especially when there's no resolution and you don't even want to try to fix it. Oh, oh, like, so I'm not, I am not at all defending a woman not 
meeting her husband's needs or making, you know, like stopping her wifely duties. Um, but I just think that the appropriate response, the right response in a, in a perfect world would be, you know, to leave. If, but if for me, that is cheating though, because you're cheating a man out <laughs> of what he signed up for. You know, if he if he signed up for a wife that is going to give him sex and cook for him, clean up behind him, submit to him and love him, all of that, you're cheating him out of what he said I do for. So I feel like that is a form of cheating and you did do that first. And so if he responds accordingly, you know, can you really blame him? Like, again, I agree with Grinch. You should just go ahead and leave. But these things happen and, and it, we got to be real about it. You know, that woman cheated that man. Oh, well, I guess I was going to say, well, responding accordingly be him stop paying the bills. I guess him not, you know, holding up his end of the house. But that would affect him too, not having the bills paid. Like he will get put out on the streets. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, Giving you a little allowance. But let me ask you this, (laughs) Danica. Do you feel that men should help out with chores? In my personal opinion, no. As what far as like if the, the woman house, is, if the if the woman is also working outside of the house, does that change your opinion of? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. If the woman is also working, if if we're doing the same duties, then I feel like it's okay, um, because maybe I won't have time to be at home, you know, and maybe I'm at, you're at home when I'm not, you know, and vice versa. So yeah, and that dynamic, sure. Um, but in my personal opinion, if it's a uh, situation to where the man is working and the man is providing and the man is paying all the bills like and he's providing you that extra free time and freedom to do those things yeah no it, it that would be a slap in the face for that man to have to then come home and feel your duties that you should have time to do on your own while he's at work and that's interesting because I see like a lot of women on TikTok, like on, um, you know, I think it's, is it wife talk or whatever it is, but like these women and they have children and small children. And, you know, they say that is also though a full-time job. So there is an expectation though. I've been home. I'm a stay at home wife. I've been home with the mm-hmm. children. So I am working too. I'm working with the children. So there is an expectation that the husband would then come home and take care of chores and, you know, do chores and stuff too, because, I'm not home just sitting or, you know, eating bonbons. I'm home tending to children, which can also be pretty exhausting. Sure. You know, but to me, a man working and providing doesn't mean that he's not also tending to the children. So when he comes home, he should tend to the children and maybe you do the. Yeah. Maybe leave you. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Okay. Um, Shout out to. I'm going to read the finish reading the super chats and I'll let you get it. Um, Shout out to Grinch with this ridiculous ass statement. No woman is worth monogamy. Now Grinch, now you on some bullshit. (laughs) He he, he trolling. Uh, He said no woman is worth monogamy. Outside the religious monogamy is for dependence and far too often the first promise of the dishonest. Hmm. Um, I mean, Grinch, Grinch. but this is the thing. I was just agreeing with you. 
Grinch was married before because I was getting ready to tear Grinch a new one. But I forgot. But maybe he's actually been. He could have been married and still not necessarily believed in monogamy. My husband, we're married, and my husband doesn't subscribe to monogamy. So you know, I. When you be saying that, that that just it's a mind fuck for me. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. See, Rose, you got an open marriage. No. No, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. So You're married husband, to a man that doesn't believe in monogamy? No, yes, because he um, was of the Muslim faith for almost his entire life. So his 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 beliefs are rooted in, you know, that he believes that a man's, it's a man's right, you know, it's a man's uh, biblical right to, um, you know, be polygamous. Um, but he, we don't have an open marriage. That's not a situation that we've entered into. But he does not, like, you know, it's something yeah, that he don't problem with it. So, so, so if he becomes, <laughs> I mean, like, it's something we we would have to discuss when the time comes. If if that was oh, something wow. he decided to do, so you would be open to it, though. Not necessarily, not compl- not one hundred percent opposed. But he says it's not going to go the way that I do. I wanted to because I'm more thinking like, okay, well, she'll be able to help me. I can give her chores, a list of. Things. I could send her and get my dry clean, and he said it ain't gonna work like that. You know, so he can, she can I'm, also she can also get this dick. Yeah, yeah. You know, get this. No, 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 I, I don't know about that. See, right? No, he's saying like I would have no say because as a Muslim man, like first of all, he doesn't have to have my permission, nor do would I have to have any say. And he would have to be able to provide her everything that he provides me. He has to be able to provide the second wife equal to what he provides his first wife. So. Um, you know, it's really it's not for um broke dudes in in in, yeah. in the faith, and so, so do it, um Hebrew Israelites believe the same thing, and people of the Abrahamic faith, um, kind of have the same beliefs. Yes, Danny. So, if he be like, hey, hey, girl, you know, I I think I want to go get me a little concubine for the night. I'll be back. What you gonna do? Technically, he could like he could because they can have four wives and as many concubines as their hand can hold, whatever that means. Um, that ain't he ain't that, that, mean. <laughs> he ain't that type of person. <laughs> he respects me, so like he respects me. So uh-uh, I'm not. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. I would uh-uh. be like, hold what up, could I do? hold up, hold up, hold what? up, hold up, hold up. He could respect you and still tell you that he want to go out and and try some strange. He want to look strange. That's still within the bounds of that. So that is respect. And 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 he don't have to tell you. He he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not required to tell me. Like by his Mm. by the rules of his faith, his his beliefs. Um, he doesn't have to tell me. But he's just very respectful. We have a very good relate. We have very open dialogue and open communication. This stuff we talk about very regularly. And I I I trust that. Yeah, I trust that he would come to me. Um, I don't know how I would feel. Like I have to cross that bridge. But I'm not one hundred. I'm not closed off to monogamy. I mean to polygamy. I'm not. Oh wow. Okay. No. You want? Do you want the wife to be younger or older? Um, I don't have like she. <laughs> oh, she ain't got no no say so. You know, I she gonna get whatever he so. bring back. We can't be a hot yours. young hot tenderoni in her twenties. Like, <laughs> oh, that, that's what she gonna be, and you gonna take it. <laughs> Cause listen, I would be poisoning the bitch. <laughs> I'll be I'm like, girl, the I'm looking for 
a servant. I'm trying to make it work for me. Are right, you gonna be a servant, all right? Yeah. <laughs> serving it up, baby. Double hand on it. Oh, 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 oh. Gonna be serving it up, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Whatever. <laughs> all right, let's get back to the super chats because it is time to go. I don't know how we got. Over okay, let, let, let's let's get out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Because I be kidding this girl, wow. and then I be like, as much as concrete like to run shit. How that's gonna? I work? do. Oh my god, I'm a control. I've been trying to figure it out. When you said it, I just I'd be like, man, that's why I want her to work for me. I'm looking for an assistant. (laughs) I really think you lying on that man. I I I don't believe I'm not. (laughs) He'll tell you, baby. (laughs) I'm not lying on him. Mm Mm-mm. Shout out to May the Alchemist. She says, watching the way that the black men in the manosphere treated man. Now see, May, you ain't have to say that shit. (laughs) Oh Lord. Not too much wow. on the mammies. Not too much. Wow. And especially uh talking about crimson. Not too much. Dang. Let me read this shit again, man. You and just thought of some <sighs> shit. <clears throat> Watching the way that the black men in the manosphere treated the man treated mammies like crimson cure and the rest of them taught black women to stand down for sure. Major L. Dang, May. Um you had to do it like that. The maid said she was coming for for next, and um, you know, um, let me ask you: being that you've seen the backlash that Black women have received for coming against their white queen, um, do you think that Black women will continue to stand down on issues as it pertains to Black men of the Black manosphere? Not if they're authentic and true to what they stand on, you know. Um, and then especially considering the fact that, it, again, like I said earlier, it's only a handful of them, you know. So if a handful of those guys can make you just say, you know, what the hell with black men, you were never really down for black men and black women to begin with. So to me, no, no. Like I know damn well I'm not, you know, it, so I don't know if, if I'm the rest of them like she's talking about. But uh, no, I'm not going to stand down from black men because those guys who did that were, to, in my opinion, not black men anyway. Um, I do have. Uh, oh, Danny, are you still reading Super Chats? I am. I got a couple more. Shout okay. out to Kevin C. He says easy solution for two full time working parents is to hire additional help. You don't even have to be home to get assistance from a home helper. Um, Kevin C, I, ab- I absolutely think that you are spot on. Um, these are issues that Curlin and I are currently having um, because at one point I was working from home the majority of my time, but now I'm having to go into the office and he's um, taking up a little bit more of the work around the house. And that's become like an issue because we are both fucking tired. And mm-hmm. it's like we both work, we work, work our asses off and then it's always some shit so now it's trying to teach them children how to really pick up behind themselves because we fucking tired and we old and being an old parent ain't sh- baby listen, <laughs> listen. It, it, uh, and and but- we recently started talking about hiring additional help because you know it's like we both go to work every day um we both trying to take care of shit around the house cooking and cleaning and running up Mm -hmm. behind kids and taking them different we got all kind of shit to do and we have 
it's always something going on that we have mm -hmm. to be a part of or that we're a part of. And so, yeah, we uh, hiring additional help is uh, definitely a must if you running a, 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 a household outside of you and your husband and you got more than yeah. one child. It's 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 work. It's yeah. definitely black women, work. though. I know me like I suffer from superwoman syndrome. I'd be like, uh, uh, I can do it all. I don't want nobody coming in here and having the clean and stuff like that. So having to get over that and feeling like you have to do everything yourself, like that can be, you know, mine, uh, you know, that can be kind of a mine, um, F, if you will, uh, in and of I'm itself. The same way. So, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. I like to do stuff. Yeah. Like me too. I think I'm superwoman and then I'll be exhausted and kind of see I get agitated and I won't say hey I'm tired because I've done so much people will call or I'll be like yeah what, what's up what you need because I'm like annoyed because I got so much going on so that's mm -hmm. how she treat me don't, oh. don't do that the shame don't. shame don't do a big anyway. old tree <laughs> no mm -hmm. but I'm saying like if you go to work and you're you're um and dealing with like Atlanta traffic I go to work for eight hours. I have to deal with traffic for about three of them um, a day. Then to come home, you're having to uh, prepare a meal, get the meal on the table by six o'clock. Mm -hmm. Then it's bath time, talking to your kids, and then you got to yeah, see what the hell going home. on with them. Homework. Like, it's a lot to do. And I think that yeah. a lot of men don't really give credence to that um because i think a lot of men kind of live in delusion to say well you know I, I go and i bring home the money and you you know i know you bring home money but all you do is just sit down at your job all day and i just been working and you, I, I think you should cook clean take care of the kids you should be ready to toot that ass up when i say hey <laughs> shit then when she going around that motherfucker snapping everybody trying to figure out what the hell going on she fucking tired like mm -hmm. The, and and we say yes to a lot of stuff. Uh, I think a lot yeah. of us have um, that thing where we take on way too much than we can handle. I think that's mm -hmm. a lot of women. But I don't really feel like women are given credit for that. And that brings me to my next question. Do you feel that wives get enough credit for being good wives in society nowadays? Uh, Probably not. But I, again, I feel like that's on both ends. Like when it, it like, okay. and again, it, when I when I say stuff like this, I'm being a pick me, right? But it is what it is. I gotta I gotta be real. When men are doing what they are supposed to do, do they get credit for, it or are they told, oh well, you you a man, so you supposed to do it anyway? You know. So I feel like it's it's the same yeah. thing on both ends, to where it's just like, well, not so much. You know. Now, personally, in my I, life, like my, my husband gives me praise, but as far as like on a, on a wide massive scale, as far as, you know, the, the good wires being highlighted, eh, not so much. But the same thing can be applied to the men. That's true. But I think what I see, and I guess women do it, too, is that not only like are women not being praised, men literally in the space and on our panel and we have conversations with men all the time, like minimizing the role of wives, especially stay at home really? wives or like they literally will be like, well, it ain't back in the day. Y'all ain't, you know, uh, out in the field picking the produce and having to shuck corn and this and y'all just, you know, y'all have modern appliances and things that make your job so much easier. 
easier, you know, like they act like it's, but, you know, not considering that, you know, some, a lot of women are working outside of the home for 40 hours, commuting for 10 additional hours a week, picking mm-hmm. kids up from after school care. Like it, it's, it can be a lot and it can yeah. be exhausting. And not to mention everything that's going on in the world outside mm-hmm. of your home that could also be affecting your mental. It, it's, it yeah. can just be draining. <laughs> so um, that, that's the difference. And shout out to Kevin C. Again, he says black men do not listen to white women. Pearl why say that um i don't necessarily get it but y'all know i have a mississippi public school education and sometimes my comprehension just isn't where it should be and i'm sorry about that um but thank you so much kevin c um a shout out to black wizard he says danica please consider coming back to balance out of some of the fuckery over here lol the shade. He on our tail. He black wizard. Ooh, black Ow. wizard. You know you wrong. Shout out to Charles Keys. He says no praise for paying all the bills for ten years. Most of y'all don't pay all the bills though, and and I want y'all to get out of that lie. Most yeah. black women have had to work with, within their relationship. There's since a very, the inception very... of black women coming to this continent, we didn't had to work. Stop it. Stop. Hell, before we came here. They be sitting over here acting like black women have been allowed to live this soft life bullshit that we didn't got on the and internet and we hyping up. We haven't mm-hmm. had that opportunity as a collective. Most black women have had to work in their relationships. Most. Mm-hmm. So um, if if you paying all the bills, hell, she didn't help your ass pay Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! I, 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 to be honest with y'all, do y'all know any women who don't have to pay none of the bills? I don't know any. Oh no, uh, maybe two. Well, I'll pay some bills so I can have tax write-offs. But yeah, <laughs> well, go ahead, girl. Because I'm trying to get to a point where I don't pay shit. But oh, and I'm not saying that you necessarily have to go half, or it has to be like a fifty no. thing. But just I, contributing I, in some way. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, Charles, you saying it? You was talking about you. Um, well, Charles. Shout out to you for paying all the bills for 10 plus years. Keep yeah. going. Keep doing what you do. Keep providing for your family. Um, I'm sure your children will one day grow to appreciate that. And if you left your woman today, I'm sure she's going to be crying like a a lost child being given up for adoption. Honey, I we give you salute, brother. You're right. Salute to you. Because, hey. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. I do have a question, Danica. So okay. it seems like with these this gender war, we are we basically come to an impasse, baby. Like I like I'm I'm I consider myself to be very optimistic, but my optimism is feigning more and more each day, and it's about <laughs> it's like almost invisible at this point. Um, and I wanted to know from you, like we know that the divestors can be a bit much and they push this. Oh, I'm going off rhetoric. on them. I'm going oh, all oh, you ninjas, <laughs> all you hyenas, Uh-oh. all you raccoon. I'm going off on all of y'all. Okay, I, saw well, a video. I saw a video. I saw a video Girl, of it. She, she ready for y'all. But oh, I want to know. Wednesday. I want to know what you have to say about them. But I also want to know, do you think that they're onto something regarding, um, you know, the fact that maybe black women need to look elsewhere because black women and black, black men and black women are at odds so much that it's kind of a lost cause to continue this, this 
um, rat race. Um, what are your thoughts about that? And then also, um, what's what's tea? What what, what, what did you want to uh, share regarding what's going on? No, we we gonna get into it. Um, but okay. I don't think that it's a, a lost cause. Like I don't I don't agree with that. Um, it's just a matter of you finding who fits you, you know, who's good for you. Nobody's going to be perfect, but are they perfect for you? And I feel like we can find that amongst each other. I don't feel like it's like a lost cause and it's over, you know? Um, so to answer your question, I don't, I don't subscribe to that to say, oh yeah, this okay. is, this should be your, your, your glory moment to see that, you know, black men ain't ish and you need to divest. No. Um, okay. But yeah, they, they've been talking real slick. Yeah, we're going to get into it. I did have one more thing to ask really quickly. So Mm -hmm. I know I've seen you like you've done some content on the Passport Bros and we got some recent information about what's going on with them. And I wanted to play a quick clip and I wanted to get your thoughts on if you um, I'll ask the question after I play the clip because then it'll make sense. And telling you that they're regular women. And and a lot of y'all are being fooled. Seriously. A lot of y'all are being fooled. Y'all think that these dudes got these fit, feminine, submissive women. And they're paying for them. And it kind of makes it hard whenever you got American women or other critics that come through and say that we're going over here paying for sex workers. When to be honest, there's a there's a there's a few of y'all that are claiming passport bros, and I did not start passport bros. Let me make sure that's clear. There are a few of y'all that are claiming passport bros that uh that are going overseas strictly just to pay. Mm, 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 mm. What are your thoughts? What's your thoughts about the passport movement? Um, yeah, to start. I'll- I don't yeah, have a okay. problem with it, you know. Again, everybody need to should be able to do what they want to do, you know. If you're not finding what you're looking for, go ahead. Um, but at the end of the day, I do feel like we we can find what we're looking for amongst each other, you know. But some people like, look, I can't find what I'm looking for here, so I'll go over there, you know. And they they are finding black women at that. So I'm not opposed to the passport brothers. Uh, are do you have some guys out there that are quote unquote tricking off and maybe tainting the image of the the passport movement? Yeah. Sure, uh, but for the most part, especially when I, I'm I'm just going based upon what I see on my platform. A lot of the guys on my platform that are passport brothers, they are stand up, solid, you know, masculine men that are just you know trying to expand and explore different options, even outside of women. You know, so they're building uh, wealth, they're buying uh, properties, you know, they're doing, you know, major things. So I'm not against uh, Passport Brothers. Do you think that both divestment and, you know, having your passport, traveling abroad and and going and meeting women is being weaponized against black men and black women like uh, online? And if so, you know, if you can elaborate on your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to always have, again, levels and layers. You're going to have some uh, passport brothers that are like trying to rub it in the women's face. Like, ah, we don't need y'all. We can go over here. F y'all. Y'all are trash. And then you have diabetes over on the other side doing the same thing, you know. And even when it comes to certain divestors, like 
I can respect what they do and what they say because they're not trying to trash and bash black men in the process. So mm -hmm. my whole thing is uh, your intentions and your motives behind doing what you do. You know, so if you're coming from a place of, to where it's like, you know what, I'm just not finding what I'm looking for here. And I want to go and find me a, a, a different type of man over here or I want to go and find me a different type of woman over here. That's no problem to me. My issue comes into place when, you know, disrespect starts to be uh, involved in the conversation and the nanny nanny boo boo childish kindergarten ish. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, shout out to the 18th letter. He says, I haven't seen the black collective have the same energy for misandrous black women <clears throat> who wish deletion on black men and called us snakers and apes. They've said worse than just off balance pH. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think you meant uh, just pearly things. Just pearly? <laughs> just, just pearly? You know, and, and that's something. That that's is funny. something. That's that's valid. Uh, I have. I've gone in on, you know, these these damn females. That's you know. the thing. And, and what, I, what I've realized, though, and what it, it, it kind of puts some stuff into perspective for me. Mm -hmm. So we've seen the likes of the crimson cure we've seen the likes of you we've seen six we've seen um courtney michelle um we've had us you've had your jessica x's you've had your melodies you've had your melanie kings you have had so uh shay charday um chantelle simone mm -hmm. um you've had so many women that have spoken out against these things mm -hmm. and yet i have seen a lot of the women that i have just listed off i've seen black men go at them harder um than they that, or go at them the same as they would go at a divester or go at um uh women who are against black men or against the black community and so I, I I almost some uh, to be honest. Sometimes I feel like it's fruitless to even speak up. Sometimes because sometimes I'd be like, "You damned if you do, you damned if you don't." And no, a lot of men don't necessarily have an answer for that. Outside of, well, you knew you should have known when you came into the man's space what it was gonna be, and these men are just mm -hmm. fed up. <clears throat> but then I'm like, it doesn't necessarily give you guys a right to be disrespectful. Or if I clap back at your ass, then I'm the wrong person or I'm me. I'm the bad person. If I clap back when mm -hmm. I've had your back and then it's not necessarily an attack against black men else more so than the individual, but mm -hmm. y'all attack, attack black women as a whole and then look for defense on that same side. And a lot of black women are like, especially black women on this side are kind of like, what the hell? How can you expect um, us to uphold and, you know, support you guys when y'all treat us like every other black woman that hurt y'all? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I concur. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Shout out to B. He says, shout out to grown women who went to college and fought for the right to take good jobs away from men, but now don't want to pay bills, even <laughs> though black women were on the forefront oh, of the God. movement to enter the workforce. Y'all are acting like black women had to enter the workforce um, by choice when it was more so out of necessity. If We've black always men were been in the, the workforce. We've always been in the workforce. What are they talking about? 
Like we work for yeah, equal rate, equal ra- wages, but we've always been in the workforce. And even when you're talking about like this slight about women going to college <laughs> to take jobs away from men, I don't think that like first of all, y'all clown women for going to college and getting liberal arts degree. That's what my degree is in. But like y'all call clown women because we go to uh, college and get meaningless degrees. We're not going to college to take jobs away from y'all. We're not going to college to take jobs away from hardworking men. We want the easiest degree we can get. Girl, we can they get want you to go to school for plumbing. <laughs> like, we literally. And then like no one's complaining about like having to pay bills. I think like the, the discussion that we're seeing that women are having is about um, you know, the requirement to pay equal bills down the middle, work outside the home 40 hours, travel, have a long commute, and then, you know, still expected to do everything that's domestic related in the home. I think they're saying that that is unfair. That's an unequal division of labor. And I, I think, like, logically, I don't understand how we don't all see that. They have kind of bought into this feminism bullshit and we <laughs> I almost feel like they they take certain parts of history and they roll with those certain parts of history without looking at the shit as a total. Um, and to say that black women wanted to work and we wanted to take these damn jobs. Y'all want us to collect trash and to do the plumbing <laughs> and to work on co- like what the hell y'all you, you ain't go to school for shit. What is it? What did you want them to go to school for? Oh my gosh. We the, want you to be I don't feminine. know what you're talking about. We want you to be feminine, but we want you to also know how to put in a carburetor. Nigga, what? Yeah. what and then he says that it's his- historically inaccurate. The rates at which black women were in the workforce was nowhere near what it became post-civil rights feminism. The thing is, you know that there were states in the U.S. and there were southern states with the most black populace that it was illegal for black women not to work. Literally, they passed laws where it was illegal for black women not to work because black women literally, uh, I think it was um, after the war, black women were opting out of working and wanted to stay home and the white women didn't have anybody like cleaning their homes and stuff. So they passed laws literally (laughs) like forcing black women to go back to work. Like, come on, black women didn't have a choice. Stop. Baby, we we didn't uh wanted to just all we do, wanted to do was take over the household and put the black man out, child. Yeah. Shout out to Charles Key Senior. He said Rio a rent a, a hole is a hundred percent legal. Oh gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um. How you know that, Charles? What you been doing? Paying for it. Shout out to John. <laughs> John. John Teal. Okay. He says, I'm a black man that does a good job of staying out of the way. I've got a passport, but I'm looking for property. Finding a woman would just be gravy. Well, hell, with the way these countries then linked up on America's ass, honey, find that property out of the out of uh out of out of the US because it's getting ready to go down in a minute. And I'm, you know, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I seen um china and and brazil and south africa they didn't linked up russia honey no um shout out to tom rivers he says i support the black manosphere for pushing black women into divesting 
Danica, hey, my dear. Shout out to you, Tom. Thank you so much for that. And shout out to Kevin C. again. He says, divestors are not divesting like that. All races of men marry their women at an 80% plus rate. Other women are not letting black women get their best men. Um, oh. And it's the same thing across the board. Other races of men are not letting black men get their best women. It's just not. That's a good point. But Kevin, that's not true. When we talk about white men, their their um, marriage rates are down too. So much so that states are uh, removing the requirement for marriage license. Their their marriage rates are down drastically too. So um, not not nearly as bad as as uh, you know black folks, but um, whites uh, are their marriage rates are down as well. So okay, um, shout out to Tommy Soto Mayor back in action. He says, actually a good combo. Would love to go head to would love to go head to head with you ladies on these points. Hashtag TJ the GOAT. Tommy, let's 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 collab because um I'm real curious <laughs> about uh some uh, never mind. Uh, Cause it's about to get messy, girl. We appreciate you. Um <laughs> I already see the look on the Nico's face. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I had another question. Did you have anything more? I mean, anything else real quick no, that I wanted to ask Danica? So Danica, I noticed, first of all, congratulations. I see that D6 is back up and running. Um, so Danica and Six the Goddess are back collaborating and yes, making content, creating content, interesting, exciting, some uh, fire content over there. Um, but I did when I was recently like you shouted out that you would be on our show on our upcoming show um, earlier mm. this week when I was in the chat and you were saying how like you're going to be cutting down on collaborations and I wanted oh, to yeah. ask you about that. Yeah. So um, what's the reason that you're cut you I, and you went into it a little bit. You were saying that, um, you know, you're kind of pulling back from collabing mm. and, and you're one that has collabed with a ton of people in the space mm -hmm. and, you know, been on some of everybody panels worked with a ton of people and I wanted to know what's your reason what's your reason for um, cutting back on collabing with others because I just realized that a lot of people are just not as solid as I would have liked them to be and they can also uh, factor into the tainting of you know your image or what you stand for you know what I mean and so I just have to kind of, you know, draw myself away from a lot of uh, collaborations and just affiliating with certain people because ultimately it, we just don't align when it comes to a lot of the things. And it could actually cast just this bad shadow upon me and uh, what I stand for. You know, a lot of people did not stand for what I stood for and it made me ultimately look bad. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to pull away a little bit. Uh, because of those reasons, just a lot of fake individuals that just we, we just were not on the same page. And it unfortunately revealed itself <laughs> when certain things transpired. So now I'm just kind of like, you know what? I don't want to associate with any of y'all because we just again, not on the same page. We're just not equally yoked. We don't see eye to eye. And that's not to say that you have to agree with 100 percent of the time with everybody. Um, but a lot of things to me are big. And I, I stand firmly on, and when I see people moving yeah. in ways, it's just like, ooh, 
can't rock with it, can't roll with it. I, I just, I got to be careful. And so I'm just being careful. I respect it because I'm a very principled person and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, being a very principled person, like in my personal everyday life, like I'm very funny about who I get close to and who I build with and who I let in because like I ain't for everybody and my like people, some people's energy is kind of, I find it to be a bit repulsive. And Mm -hmm. aside from that though, like when it comes to us, like working with people though, we are typically very open to like who we work with, but I don't know if I've ever seen you work with anybody that I would get, I guess I would call extreme. And I know we've worked with some people in in this space. I don't know, maybe like you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We've worked with some people in this space that has some very extreme views and as a result we've caught a lot of flack from it do you like have you in the past worked with people that like have yes. um, views that are oh okay <laughs> i didn't know see like they y'all have... <laughs> no like oh, no. No, <laughs> no 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 i'm, I'm saying like I'm real like heavy on integrity and authenticity you know what i mean like i'm really heavy on that like when i come on here i'm being me you know, this is me. I'm using my government name. Y'all see my mm-hmm. face. You know, you see my perspective. You see everything about me. And so I'm really big on just being authentic and transparent with who I am and what I stand for. And again, mm-hmm. integrity and authenticity is very major to me. So when I see people that I've collaborated with not be big on that, it's just like, I can't okay. rock with you. You know, a lot of people like a lot of people will critique me and say, oh, well, you're just doing it for the money and you're just doing it for the clout and you're just doing it for this. And like I said earlier, like I started off on Facebook. No money was made for years. I didn't start getting paid for what I do until what, 2020. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I have people that I've collaborated with or that I've placed on you know, my platform to where I help them or whatever the case may be. And then come to find out to them, it's all about a check or to them, it's all about popularity or to them, it's all about fitting in or to them, it's all about fame. Again, I can't rock with that because that, that would make me look guilty and bad by association. So yeah, that's why I'm really like pulling back because a lot of people, it's all about the money. It's all about the clout. It's all about yep. uh, fitting in, you know, and to me, integrity goes a long way. Authenticity goes a long way. Am I going to be disingenuous and say, I don't like the money or I don't appreciate the spotlight or the support that I get? No, I absolutely do appreciate it and I love it. You know, I think it's a beautiful thing that you can be compensated for things that you're passionate about. I think that it's beautiful that you can get compensated for you know, being yourself, like that's beautiful and dope as hell to me. Um, but at the end of the day, I do stand on principle. I stand on value. I stand on morals. I stand on integrity. I stand on authenticity. I stand on dignity. I stand on respect. And if you do not embody those things and you would rather sell those things off in order to get a check or in order to get fame or brush elbows for certain individuals, I just can't rock with it. You know? Fair point. A very, very fair point. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He said, of course, Danica is the first content creator who I ran across. In- Danica introduced me to these YouTube streets. Thanks, little big sis. Um, oh, wow. I you. didn't know that, Eugene. Girl, Eugene be in these streets, baby. Man. And 
And a shout out to Uncle Stu again. Thank you so much for that, Uncle Stu. He says, I understand her. He said, I took many L's just interviewing people, so I understood. Danica, that's why I stopped giving interviews this year. I don't blame you. I kind of look at it from the standpoint of I love to gain different perspectives of mm -hmm. people that I may not associate with or... I may not even like their points of views. If we're able to have a respectful dialogue, um, then I, I'd be kind of wanting to hear from a different standpoint so I can mm -hmm. learn different things and mm -hmm. um, see what the hell type of time you on. Even if I think you are outright crazy as hell, I'd be kind of wanting to know, especially if you have a big following, because I'd be trying to gain some understanding or... Yeah, it, it mostly for me, it's a lot about trying to gain an understanding or if I feel like... I'll give you an example. I don't feel like I believe in a lot of Princella's views, but Princella has a big following. So I'd be curious as to why certain people buy into it or mm -hmm. um, things that she talks about or whatever. I'd be wanting to know like why, why people buy into certain things mm -hmm. or where she's coming from when she expresses certain thought processes or um, even when it came down to like certain divestors or whatever, or even when coming into a manosphere space and you have a lot of men that are anti-women, a lot of times people are like, hell no, nah, I ain't going over there. I know what they, I know how they look at it. And then mm -hmm, yeah. like we're coming into like a, a manosphere space and, and I started off on you, excuse me, on Facebook. When I started to really, really listen and really kind of take in what they were saying, until then, you know, I first I was like, these niggas is crazy. Y'all been hurt. Y'all can't blame this shit on me. Judging, mm -hmm. man. But when I really started to listen and kind of get an idea of what they were talking about and then examining my own life and looking at um, my surroundings and everything, I've I started to realize, yeah, they do have valid points when they talk about ABCD. Now, I don't mm -hmm. think they're valid in everything that they talk about, right. but it did give me a deeper understanding of why things are the way that they are or why they feel about women wow. the way that they feel. So I thought See, that was and that's how I feel too. Like I, like I, like I've questioned Danny because some of some of these men, it's some some of it for me. I feel like it can be detrimental to my psyche. I don't mind having a conversation with someone who I don't necessarily agree with, but subscribing to it and ingesting the information regularly, I'm unable to do. But I do find it very interesting to talk to people from different walks of life who have different perspectives and who have different takes. I've you know, gained, um, you know, interesting perspectives or I've gained um, new and found new information from talking to people who I wouldn't have otherwise had a conversation with. Even Priscilla, when she talked about, you know, matriarchal, um, when she talked about, you know, matriarchal communities immediately after I went to go research them, not, I may not, even if I don't gain something from the conversation with the person it might peak yeah. something and i'm always constantly yeah. taking notes which is why i'm always looking at my phone because i'm like i want to go look this up i want to research it and i always bounce things off of my husband because he's extremely well read especially mm -hmm. when it comes to you know things that are related to historical context so i'll ask him hey have you ever heard of this and he'll be like no go look it up so you know i'll go look it up and we talk about it together so mm -hmm. i do um it challenges my thought processes to talk to yeah. people who don't necessarily think like me 
Yeah, and, and I can understand how you guys do that on your platform. Mm-hmm. Like you have a different yeah. kind of structure and setup. Whereas yeah. me on my platform, when I collaborate with people, I'm collaborating with them because we are like minded or we mm-hmm. have some of the same positions. Like, so I'm trying, right. what I try to do is put them on so we can get the message or get more people to gravitate towards whatever we're trying to do, or whatever we're trying to push, you know? So yeah. that's my objective, my objective. Like if I have you on my platform, it's because I see value in what you're doing. I feel like, you know, you can come together with me and push the narrative forward as far as changing things or getting things in alignment. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily coming and bringing people on because I want to debate with them or because I want to gain a new perspective as far as, you know, their plight or what their uh, agenda is or their perspective. I can appreciate diff- different perspectives, which is why I would subscribe to, you know, uh, the breakdown. You know, but on my platform, my my personal thing is I collaborate with people that I feel, you know, are on the same accord as me. And so it's very disheartening when I come to realize and find out that they're not. And that's why I'm ultimately not collaborating with people on my platform, you know, because everything gets revealed like they were being disingenuous. They were being dishonest. And so, yeah. So with you guys, I completely understand why you would have people come on your platform that you don't agree with or that you don't um, align with or whatever the case may be, because your platform is set up to where you guys are trying to gain different uh, perspectives of, you know, different people, different walks of life. And so I can completely agree with that. A lot of people do that. But in, on my end, like I collaborate with people that I feel uh, again, are like-minded that would be able to uh, relate to me and, again, get the message that I'm trying to push to be widespread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think what we what we try to do is the, the one of our, like, part of our mission initially was drawing people in, drawing women in um, so that they could hear from the perspective of men and um, be able to, you know, have conversations and, and, and um those those perspectives to be able to stir conversations. So mm-hmm. um, in the same vein, we're having people on that have different perspectives from a lot of our audience, and that might stir conversation based on those right. different perspectives. So it hasn't really changed from our original mission, but you're right, uh, our, our platforms are structured differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout yeah. out to Uncle Stu, old man on the block again. Thank you, Uncle Stu. He says, thank you so much, Danica, for supporting me when my dad passed away. You're oh. a real one. Between us, thank you. You brought tears oh, wow. to my wife and my eyes. Yeah, oh, and, and I do that a lot. And it, to me, like, it's such a slap in the face when people say, like, well, what, what have these black women done for me? These black women don't support me. These black women, I bought people's books. You know, I've came on people's shows for free, sat with them mm-hmm. for hours at a time. You know, I've I've sent in super chats that were very mm-hmm. generous. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've done all of that. Mm-hmm. And so for people to come around and act like I've done nothing and I don't support black men or, you know, anything of that sort, it's such a slap in the face. Such a slap yeah. in the face. I yeah. wholeheartedly agree with you. Wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, um. Well, I don't have any more questions, lady. 
Me either. This was so enjoyable, though. I'm really, really glad you came through. And like, literally, we got to just talk about a variety of different things. And, you know, we've had you on before, but it's typically been like panel style. So getting your thoughts along with other people's thoughts. But this mm-hmm. was very intimate. And I, I just really, really, really enjoyed this. I'm so appreciative of you coming. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, ladies, for having me. And like I said, this may be my last one. So uh uh-uh, Danica, y'all. don't do us like that, girl. <laughs> That's so hurtful. Listen, I'm not. And because we ain't we ain't no slick shaders. We ain't no shaders. <laughs> no, I I, I, doubt. I I probably will still collaborate with people, you know, the people that I know, like, but it's no right. new friends for me. No new friends for me. But um I, I do appreciate y'all. You know, and I also yeah. can also say this. I respect you ladies for having uh, very well-rounded points of view and having different people come on and have and sharing different perspectives that that makes us all learn and and grow mm-hmm. and find out that we do have a lot more in common than we don't uh so Absolutely. uh shout out to y'all and y'all platform you guys are appreciated i will continue to rock Thank with you, you ladies uh until further notice though you know because some people have to just be <laughs> like you know what you want some you want some bullshit you know but, listen we don't uh, mind being called out we get called out all the time it's okay to be like uh-uh what y'all did there and sometimes we have to eat that like i've come on and been like like our first our first show with priscilla i came on it was like my husband even was like uh-uh like that was not because it was like he didn't give y'all didn't give no pushback y'all let her run rough shot it was like y'all was in agreement and I was like ooh so sometimes mm. you know getting called out helps you to grow so yeah. you know we we all right with that too I don't like being called out just like I know you should <laughs> let me sit in my world of delusion get me on the back end like girl what the fuck was that no yeah I mean yeah yeah you of course do it in a tactful way like of course yeah. Um, but Danica, I think that you have done some really, really wonderful things with your platform. If nobody gives you your flowers for being in support of black families, Mm -hmm. not just black men, but black Black families, black people, Mm -hmm. here are some flowers for you. Thank you. Um, because I don't think we even give each other props the way that we should. Mm-hmm. Um, especially being in a space like this. And I, I kind of feel like it separates us from a lot of, um, a lot of women it, it separates us from, but, um, I just wanted to give you your flowers and to say thank you because we don't receive yeah. a lot of the support that we need to receive from each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think you guys are doing some great things and I'm just excited to see where it all goes to, honey. Like, I'm yeah. ready to see you in some syndication, honey. So, yes. oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's gonna I, be would love, I would mm-hmm. love to see it. But, yes. Um, sh- you know, big, we will always support everything you. you do. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, because I don't know a lot of females that have continued to be supportive of other women, um, mm-hmm. especially with women with views like ours. And I'm, I'm talking about women within the space as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women don't get support like that from other women. So a huge shout out to you because I Isn't always see you donating. Yeah. And um, even with black Absolutely. men, she who always had a lot to say baby you've always been supportive of so i i I'm yeah you for that <sighs> shout yeah. out to you black wizard shout out to you yes thank you black wizard and shout out to b did d just say that bachaka the obsidian name just say it oh gosh 
No, ain't nobody oh bring up God. Obsidian, child. Um, Y'all no, messy. I was, talking about, like, I, was, I was talking about Obsidian. Yeah, I was talking about him. Oh, my God. But why, why though? They, they, they like, you know. Well, there There's you go. A lot of, it's a lot of people, though. It's a lot of different people, though. You know. So not just. Are you gonna name names, uh, Denise? I mean, he put my my name in his mouth and on his thumbnail. Oh. So why not? Oh my gosh. To me, like again, you guys, I do my best not to be problematic. You know, I do my best to mind my business. But when you come for me, like it's fair game. Like everybody who's ever mm -hmm. came for me, it was on their own like i didn't do anything to these people people just don't like me for whatever reason they have their critiques right and again you're entitled to that but once you start going out of your way to try to talk bad about me or whatever the case may be it's only right that i get the the, the opportunity or i have the right to do the same thing so right yeah and you say wednesday y'all going live when no i'm going live i don't know about six but i'm going live on my platform and <clears throat> y'all getting ready to get handled up on because y'all on some bullshit. you know males and female males and the damn females a lot of slick okay. shade a lot of slick shot and and i just cannot appreciate it at all you know especially considering the fact that a lot of these people are trying to deviate from the original uh problem at hand you know mm -hmm. talking about we're jealous and all of this and come on y'all and then you have some of these divester uh fake black woman empowerment chicks coming through like you know there are some delilahs and they just hustling y'all they doing the same thing pearl doing and all of this bullshit y'all all getting this motherfucking work and yeah i'm gonna be a ghetto hood rat black bitch all i want to be get ready next wednesday <laughs> yeah Baby, I'll be well, I have like my the goddamn spaces and turned into the goddamn Royal Rumble around this thing. <laughs> Baby, listen, 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 honey. That sound like it's getting ready to go down. I'll be in yeah. attendance if we ain't live our damn self child because I'll be definitely <laughs> definitely will be there. Ooh, honey. Okay. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you again, sis. We definitely appreciate you. Um, happy Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thank yeah, you. thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, ladies, Jamaica. for having me. Much love and peace and much success to all of you. Uh, uh, shout out to y'all in the chat room. And again, you guys, y'all like this video, share the video, and subscribe. Please. And we're going to see y'all in the next one. All right? Much love that and part. peace, y'all. Thank you, Danica. Peace. Honey. <clears throat> that was a good one. Let me say this real quick, because y'all get on my nerves. Um... First of all, kick clouds. We're, we're, we act bewildered when y'all don't believe ish that we say. Um, I'm not trying to convince y'all of anything. And then Black Wizard is saying like, you know, clutching our pearls when, you know, y'all don't believe that we're balanced. Like the one thing that I am is consistent. Like I'm firm on what I um, hold true to my heart and what like I, um, there, there are certain things that I don't waver on. And y'all already know what those things are. Y'all know when they come up, how I'm about to be triggered and how I'm going to react as a result of it because I've been here long enough for y'all to see that. Um, like, I don't know, like, what you guys are referring to when y'all say, you know, not believing us or us not being balanced. Like, I think that we've been pretty consistent in who we are. Y'all may not like all of the topics that we discuss or everything that we talk about or may not like our stance on everything. And y'all may not know what stance to expect. And that's perfectly okay as well, because as we've stated, we've never shied away from the fact that we are westernized women. We will have been conditioned in a westernized society. We do still consider ourselves to be male identified 
side. We love black men and empathize with black men and empathize with their plight. But at the same time, like we don't always agree with y'all talking points. And who's apologizing for that or trying to convince y'all of the fact that we're still good, decent, wholesome women, even though we don't always agree with y'all. Y'all have already... Uh, y'all already have y'all minds made up about who y'all feel we are. And that's okay too. Like I, I'm well beyond convincing y'all of anything other than what y'all already believe. So, yeah. Um, And shout out to black wizard. Hey, you can't convince everybody. We're still over here though. If you can't I'm not convince, trying to convince them, you though. if you can't convince them, confuse them. That's what I thought. <laughs> I um, mean, I guess, but. I don't care to convince y'all. Like, like, who's trying to convince y'all of anything? <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I have grown. Um, no, I've always kind of had a fondness, but I'm also toxic, and so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm toxic, and so you know, I be with the shit sometimes. I be like, I be with it too. I have a very dark humor. Like my humor, yeah. like. Like I'm, I'll laugh at something that you'll be like, "Oh, you shouldn't have laughed at that." <laughs> like I'm the wrong person to have around. Like I'm gonna check on you if something bad happens, but I will laugh because I have a very dark humor, and that's okay. It's a little twisted. Um, B, shout out to you. Shout out to Mr. Rose. I thought having Priscilla on, especially twice the suspect. <laughs> but let let me tell you how y'all respond to different things. And so I want mm -hmm. you to do this little social experiment. Oh. Go through all of the titles and topics that we've had that have been that you think that have been problematic, and see the views on those versus uh the ones where we have outwardly supported black men, and tell me the views on those, and and see what the difference is. And I I think. Um, if you are a woman, if you are a woman, I think it's impossible uh, for you to agree with everything that a man says because you are a person with a vagina and vaginas and penises are not the same and we shouldn't be viewed the same. You're not going to be viewed the same and it's just what it is. Um, we think if you, if we're wired differently. Absolutely. That's it, Danny. The women that literally every single thing that a man thinks a woman is in 100% agreement with a man at all times, she faking. She faking, dog. And if, and I'm telling you, believe that she's fake. Question everything she's saying to you, because if a woman is like literally there's no deviation from how a man thinks to how a woman thinks, you should be questioning if she's being authentic. We're wired completely different. I don't want my husband to think like me and he doesn't want me to think like him. He's perfectly okay with the fact that I'm going to be a woman. I'm going to, and that's going to evoke a different emotional response to some things than him. He's okay with that because he is a conscious man and he understands the nature of women and he understands that I'm not going to, I, I'm not him. I'm not a male. I'm not the male species. So he's not expecting me to look at things the same way through the same lens that he does. And that's okay. Okay. Good point. Really good point. Um, yeah. Great point. Um, but shout out to everybody that came through, especially to you guys that super chatted us and, even more so if you did hit the like button, we greatly, greatly appreciate you guys. Um, I want to send a very, very special shout out to Danica Marie, honey. Yes. Danica came in, honey, and shut this shit down, honey. Yes. So a very, very special shout out to her. Um, yeah. Concrete, girl, we've been on a motherfucking roll, honey. I agree. It's been good. 
And y'all need to make sure that y'all are subscribed to next week. Oh my gosh. Next week. Next week going to be something good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wanted read... to say something to that really quick. That's why I highlighted it to King Strong. That's, I, I remember what oh. it was. Um, that's okay. You ain't have to hook up back, but thank you. I I'm appreciate sorry. you. No, I appreciate you. Uh, King Strong, I was just saying that um, for a lot of men, they're okay with their women having the same values and the same principles, but they understand that a woman, um, it, you know, is, is, is wired differently and that she's going to, res- her responses to the stimuli around her and her ideologies may not be 100% like his, um, say for those who may be like religious, um, if I were bought, brought up in the Muslim faith, my husband was brought up in the Muslim faith, my mindset would likely mirror his on a lot of things, but we come from two specific different uh, faith uh, backgrounds and we come with our own individualized experiences. And I was in my mid thirties when I met him. So, you know, that shaped who I am as a woman and he understands and respects that. So that's the only person who I'm concerned about convincing of anything but you know i get it you know it's cool you want your woman to have that so yeah that's cool oh b he so he said i read concrete's body language it clearly said y'all needed to talk behind the scenes about tommy coming on Mm-mm, that's not what i was thinking i knew that he um said some things about danica and him and danica had um you know that there was something going on between them so i was just concerned that she probably was uncomfortable but i think nothing of it okay 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 well hit the like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed okay and join us <laughs> here on wednesday where we will be doing yeah. Um, um, we're gonna have another great conversation, and mm-hmm. you guys should be here, and you should be here all week, and you yeah, should be stay tuned because it's all month because we got more guests coming this month too. Like we didn't already told y'all, baby, like the next several weeks that it was gonna be some exciting things. So stay tuned, please. Okay. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys back on the next one. We are out. Peace. What the fuck? <laughs>